what it is, bro. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay. Hi, Trice. How are you? Hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? I am groovy. Good. Good. We are going to have to talk about mm. your mm. weird party situation last <laughs> yeah. night. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily on air, as it were, but uh, w- would like some, some context for what Relatively G-rated and easily shareable. So, you know, this could be whatever. Yeah, I am. And I'm an open book, whether that's good or bad for sure. myself. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not a problem for me. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then our tongues came out. <laughs> okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also, right. I really didn't get too drunk. I was just, I get silly and I get flirty and i have i like to have fun with people <laughs> so why not i'm I'm like a you know I, like rafi described me as a ride or die bitch i am so you say you say go i say okay by the way are we recording are we leaving any all of i mean this in? i are guess we, we could <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we, we're loose and uh, goose you know, it <laughs> sure yeah we don't have to lose your uh <laughs> fun story right was it fun though or is I, it too like around the band for it to be even remotely um, titillating uh hmm i don't uh, it seems fun it's i'm always like uh because i wasn't there i'm like a little i'm always slightly concerned like what's are people <laughs> being weird or is this cool yeah. but yeah it seems seems fun i would leave yeah. that's it's more of a lisa question okay cool i'm i leave it all in baby do you want to start the show and then tell us more about your life or did you want I to mean, keep going about with whatever you're talking never. about? No. Uh, uh, nah, I mean, there's not there's not a ton going I mean, listen, I'm one of those people who, if I won the lottery yesterday, I would, and you asked me what happened, I'd be like, eh, stuff is the same as usual. Like, I just don't even, it doesn't even register unless something like amazing or terrible happened. So I'm sure stuff has happened, but in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, stuff's just stuff. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> On this episode, we'll talk about the, on this episode, we will talk about the, sorry, fuck. If it takes an extra two minutes, it's okay. (laughs) Thank you. uh, you That's what she said. Okay. I would hope so. I hope she was like, listen, we have exactly six minutes. You got to wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah. If you're giving me an extra two minutes, I'm just, mom's the word. I don't even need to say shit. All right. On this episode. Trice will join me to talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison, your calls and Allison's new face. And Dr. Angela and Dr. Joanna will join me to talk about the Thursday show, Vicky's Hush Hush, Allison's baby food cover story. Oh, that sounds amazing. And Lizzie does a tarot reading. Hopefully we'll get a little, another person joining to maybe talk a little about Lizzie and a tarot card reading. Hopefully my voice just went really high, mom, mom, fuck on with the show. Done. Satisfaction of what's to come. I couldn't ask for 
Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and joining me today is the one and only Trace. Welcome, Trace. Hey, I'm present. I remain extant. How's everybody doing? You are an extant present, and your presence is present enough. Aww. You're the gift that keeps on giving. I I mean, I, sh- I mean that implies that I'm giving people stuff like i am the gift that keeps on giving so yeah i guess i don't know if your standards are low enough i suppose that's true well that's terrible (laughs) (laughs) do you have any shout out i almost never do but would you like me to start her off with some you know what i will i will accept that offer okay okay i would like to shout out to my boo now to say something i never thought i would ever say those words my boo but i feel like when i say my boyfriend it feels very much like my fiance at like a a seinfeld reference where it just feels a little icky so uh shout out to my boo shout out to the tnc had some fun with you thursday evening shout out to east coast jen shout out to dr j just uh you're amazing and uh i hope you're still sucking on a chili dog Right outside the Tasty Freeze. Uh, shout out to Lil Roth and Elpac Go and Damien to Paul, Superfan Megan, Whitney and Von Carmen's Olive, Libruns, Dr. Angela. Shout out to Joanna who just joined me this morning to go to an estate sale. Shout out to Tamara Holler. Shout out to Leanne, Ulysses and to you Trice for joining me today. Also an extra shout out to Lil Rafi and Lauren for the super fun episode last week and I wanted to put a baby to bed, but I needed to ask Trice if it would be cool to talk about it. Uh, Is it my baby? Uh, Yeah, sure. Sure. So Rafi accused you of being the winter him. He had said that you apparently had replaced him. There was part of an episode that we cut out and I didn't care about leaving it in or not, but I wanted to know if you cared about leaving it in or not. Oh, um, no, I just didn't want to, uh, to, uh, overcommit you know what i mean right so because rafi obviously was on like you know most of the episodes for however many years and it was like a a big chunk of his life and a thing he would do uh, consistently give or take sometimes he fell asleep but i would argue he's there he's he's even more absorbing information he's He's in a very vulnerable state realize yeah Yeah, so i had asked you to be the co-host at the end of an episode that we cut this out because you said you weren't sure if you could commit and while it's silly that little rafi thinks he's being so cute and saying he got replaced you are going to join me as often as you can doing this maybe half and half or thing and just going from week to week right yes (laughs) i just put words right yeah exactly (laughs) this is my last episode this is outrageous how dare you speak for me Try to peer pressure me again. Um, <laughs> no, I yeah. just didn't want people to think because I keep saying your host and I'm talking about myself thinking like, well, Trice is on. Isn't he the host now? I just wanted to be more clear that like I asked and 
obviously, you know, it's a lot. And so you're giving as much of your time as you can, which is yep. much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, I, I do, I intend to be, oh boy. Oh boy. It feels so official. Like I'm, you know, No, you don't have to be, you don't have to say we're going steady. It's fine. Ex- I mean, listen, if we could, you know, just keep it quiet, you know what I mean? It's, it's uh, Oh geez. One affect, of these again. <laughs> yeah. affect my image. You know, I got a lot of, you know, I have to maintain a certain, can't have people seeing me with just anyone. Oh, um, look, look who's coming to dinner. It's Lisa. <laughs> um, well, yeah, like I, I, uh, I obviously I enjoy the show. I enjoy being part of God, the show. God, this sounds terrible. I know. Um, listen, I may you're have great. Just shot myself in the. You're a great lady. It's, it's, it's not, not you. you. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in a place right now where you know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this feels very similar to the beginning of my week. <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to be on the show. I am not, you know, official co-host. Co-host. I'm not right. replacing Rafi. No one could. Uh, so but, I'm just... also i didn't want people to think i was sliding you by not saying like and you're also your host or what have you you know maybe this is saving my ass a little bit also i just wanted people to know that like obviously you were my first thought to ask no. to be on because you always you're I, I trusted you with you know just taking over the show when i'm not around so and you i mean we've been friends for a very long time we have a good dynamic like it, it's natural so you know yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't. I would hope no one was like super like uh, uh, offended on my behalf that you weren't officially officially shouting yet as the host or whatever. But it's a <laughs> no. It's fine. This is things are are okay. It's just uh, I am not. Uh, listen, no, there's no. I was gonna say I'm not Daniel, <laughs> like to make an Allison allegory. But yes. I'm I'm like uh, who's on all the time? Who's not Tony? That's um... you know what. Instead of just the carb czar, we need like a guest czar. Like who's on the most often? Oh yes. Other than like Daniel. Oh my and gosh, I have an update Tony. about my job, which it was funny that you just reminded me of. But we'll come back to that. But yeah, I someone that's well, I mean, it would be Daniel. So um, who else? I don't know. Hmm. All right, I'm not Tony. It's I'm almost as if I've never heard the show before, <laughs> and don't go through it with a fine tooth comb each week. Yeah, so okay. I I am not Tony who is there for most every i literally have my notes in front of me which i can flip through sometimes there and sometimes not but still a part of the show although uh we probably argue less than allison and daniel so not a perfect Uh, analogy but you know yeah maybe the old daniel and allison daniel Mm. being on yeah shall we talk about monday sure sure we don't need any more uh backstage business no, nobody. You want to? You don't want to hear that I got upgraded to the restroom czar at work. <laughs> I mean, I would like to hear that kind of backstage business. Yes. Well, there's been a problem with sending too many kids to the restroom at a time, and then we don't know who's there, and they're getting, you know, starting getting into trouble in there. So they said, if anyone needs to go to the restroom, Lisa's going to be in charge. You have to go ask her if you have to go to the to the to the potty. So I was Pizar for nice. <laughs> last week. Yeah, so that was a little upgrade. Yeah, like a little uh, Sherpa or like a, a guide, you know, just yes. to, to make sure I, people get there and back safely. I got a pee motion. Yeah, so I, I trucked. Yeah, I did. Um. So anyway, speaking of Congratulations. that. Thank you. It came with nothing but accolades. And and actually, one good thing is a lot of the kids didn't know my name because I didn't really get introduced. It's kind of loosey goosey over there sometimes, but a lot of, more of them now know my name. <laughs> so yeah, that's a win. Yeah. So uh, speaking of torrential rains, Allison started the show talking about 
the weather that we've been having, which is crazy right here, right now. What, can we say crazy with that, or is that still faux Good pas? Like question. I don't know. I okay. I, I tried to minimize it, but it's also to ninety percent of people not particularly a thing to think about. Rains so have been extreme. The weather's been extreme. We actually got quote unquote snow last week here in Orange. I I looked it up. It, it we did get hail. And we had something else that was not hail. And we looked it up. It was called Grapple. Apparently, Allison was talking about this um, on Instagram somewhere. Um, but uh, so everybody was super excited. You know, the kids were excited. They're making like they're eating the quote snow. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it was just an exciting day. It was freezing at work that day. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of cool. But also then we had winds. Uh, the snow level is very low here. So the mountains all around from I, I can see it from my house are completely covered in snow and uh, so you know it's it's been strange and all the mountain towns are closed and in yeah. having lots of emergencies right now because no. they can't get there there's no uh, power they can't get food water etc so hopefully yeah. this week things are starting to break in that so they can be taken care of but uh yeah it's kind of uh a lot i don't what's what's up with the Sacktown, because I feel like you guys have a lot more weather than we do. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, it is. It's more. It literally just started raining like an hour ago. But yeah, it was a little rainy, and it was like weirdly cold. Like yes, yeah. The like chill was. I mean, yeah. it's not like we'll get to Lee's call, but uh, it, it, the wind chill. It was just uh, frigid, or not, not even that, but like. Yeah, like my nose, like the tip of my nose and my lips were freezing and like my in, inside my ears. I'm like, seriously, how yeah. are my ear germs cold right now? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where it looked completely normal. But if you walked outside without a jacket yes. or a sweater or something, it was like you would notice it immediately. It was like walking into like if you've ever worked at a restaurant and yep. walked into like a walk in freezer or something. Yes, it was deceiving because it was sunny and clear and blue and then it icy cold. But yeah, it's. I thought we were done with the rain for a little while, but it is overcast here, and it's supposed to have some showers. But it's been mild. The but the rain before it was just we've been having flooding. Just so much has been happening around here. And then I hear you know on the east coast it's like oh it's seventy or eighty, and you know in different places like okay mm. things are uh, topsy turvy. Yeah, luckily no. I mean n- nothing extreme out here as far as like snow. I don't think we even got any hail. At least not oh, wow. in. In this part, but I mean, I'm, I'm certain if you go up further north, you'd see some, some, um, a lot of snow in places where it snows a little and some, you know, more yeah. extreme weather out in the yeah. like northern, northern California, the, the weird red state California. Yes. Uh, you mean like in rough and ready? But yeah, we had hail like every day. It was like crazy. Mm. Wow. Um, that's, yeah. That's a lot of hail. Yeah. Okay, Renee. Wow, it's a good deal. Wow, it's a lot of hail. <laughs> it is it's a lot of hail. It's more hail than you would normally expect in like Orange County. Hail, yeah. So, oh boy. <laughs> well, I didn't use it any other way. So, Allison, this whole episode, I have to say, was a bit of a shit show. Did you find that to be true, or is that just my perception and maybe hmm. Dr. Angela's so, perception? <laughs> Speaking of uh, open communication we were talking about earlier, um, I I do like that at some point she straight up just said, you know, we've been arguing a lot or, you know, there's times when I think you're mad at me and yada, yada, yada. Um, it There was also like 
I mean, I, I generally don't complain a lot about, as you say, the Bickersons and right. them uh, arguing, but there was a lot of, there, there was a lot of, it was not the most, uh, it's a good example of why the Monday shows aren't necessarily my favorite when it's solo Allison and Daniel. Um, it wasn't like a, like a wandering, you know, we for man type of episode, <laughs> but it was like, it was also like a lot of, uh, them working stuff out in a way, which was not, um, not necessarily pla- well and also like not comfortable Sorry. land out beforehand oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, not yeah. like uh i mean god knows what they edited it out but um oh, this you know is, what i mean okay this gets to my point because yes the bickerson's part was, i was uneasy kind of the whole episode was just kind of like okay but in the beginning allison needed to blow her nose so she threw the show over to daniel to start it over and whatever which he could have just talked instead of having that whole thing but also they could have just edited out her blowing her nose because then they edited in something at that point and it was some music or some sort of something where i was like so they edited in something there but they could have just edited her out needing to blow her nose but then daniel's hacking it up the whole time i'm right into the show so i'm like i don't <laughs> what are you doing here yeah so listen i i i hate to uh i don't hate clearly i i don't purely enjoy railing on in particular these monday episodes and about uh why i don't like them but Mm. a good example here in terms of like these shows probably for you know obvious reasons because it's just someone and their spouse talking about stuff that they're they're held to a little bit of a lower standard which Mm. again if these were like patreon bonus episodes it would be different but they're they're uh they're supposed to be standing in for something that's maybe it has a little bit more a little bit more shine on it and so uh these differences stand out a little bit more maybe okay i I like that and 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 typically not me or you can decide to listen or not (laughs) yes not when you do a podcast (laughs) about the show you have you're a little bit more limited but yes yeah all right so we got some calls and actually throughout this show i kept thinking oh my gosh they're gonna have two only two calls aren't they and it's just gonna be them bickering the whole time uh, not to go back to complaining, but they actually got two, uh, four calls, which is nice. So yeah. uh, Carolyn from Wisconsin, I believe, uh, she talked about relating to the letter to the school about absences, or she got a letter from the district about absences of her child and how she kind of freaked out about it. I don't know much more to say about that. I I, I still don't understand. I, I don't understand a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> Tuesday called from Minneapolis. What a rad fucking name. This Pretty is cool. Your, this is your name on Twitter, uh, oh, basically. And... <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of uh, randomly. I just right. I picked it because it looked cool in Japanese. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, it is funny. I, I like Tuesday as a name. I do, also, too. I, yeah. I was like, if I have another kid, first of all, it's going to be seven. And then the next one's going to be Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I don't know about seven. That's a little... Is this from uh, what about Married Mickey? with Children? What about Mickey? <laughs> no. Mm. It's a Seinfeld, obviously. Right? Uh. <laughs> so Tuesday is a great name. That's just so cool. I would love to know the history of when you just born on Tuesday, or is it just... It's a cool name. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I... It has to be more than they were just born on Tuesday. It can't right? also, I feel like that doesn't, no, it has to be something else. I think there it has, has to be, be more yeah. to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it came from a song. Maybe it came from something more meaningful in her parents' life. But uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know the backstory on that. 
but she had mentioned growing up her or at her college colors were blue and gold and her mascot was called the blue gold which is like could you have less <laughs> uh work towards that but uh i also like the, the school i work at now is blue and gold i think that's very common my kids school was blue and gold because they went to that school i i went to 13 different schools i guarantee you one of them was blue and gold oh for sure it seems super i mean yeah that, that has to be one of the more common yeah if yeah i mean blue and white was one of the schools that i grew up around so mm-hmm. I, I feel like blue and gold has to be Probably in the, the top five common? as far as common. yeah yeah, yeah. Then they talked about, oh, they're talking about clear backpacks, which I, it is funny how you're like, well, I can see everything you have in that. Uh, It's strange. But the last time I had to get any kind of clear container was at Big Adventure Fest. We were forced to, Mm -hmm. uh, and that that was about it. But then they talked about swatch watches as well. So I'm curious about your swatch watch wear (laughs) or Um, clear backpacks not did not experience a clear backpack i feel like those are in the modern era like a school shooting thing like yes a, i, I guess in my now, in yeah. my day it would have been like people bringing drugs or whatever to school but there weren't really clear backpacks in the 90s Imagine i feel like there was as clear much. luggage <laughs> oh. i would be sol <laughs> i mean oof. yeah <laughs> just kidding i don't pack anything like that uh sure um but yeah i don't uh it's yeah i i i don't for like fashion reasons if people want to have a clear backpack that's that's one right. thing but like that was the, definitely a 90s thing i feel like that was something maybe for a hot minute a clear hmm. backpack i know there was the mini backpack i feel like there was a clear maybe like I, a vinyl like that clear vinyl like there was a lot of clear vinyl like jackets and oddly cool. you know kind of skirt type of thing oh yeah there was there was definitely like a a delight sort of weird yes. diet rafer kind of thing but uh clear backpacks also seemed like a girl thing to me yes. like clear yeah, handbags and i i don't think it made it like a big crossover into to boy stuff no i don't think so but swatch watch oh no by the way thank god you know a, a, a middle school or high school age girl would never have something in their backpack they might be embarrassed about. So yeah, good, good that they have the clear backpack. Very true. Um, super <laughs> fair and good. Um, no, I never had a swatch watch, I don't think. If I did, it would have been like, you know, nine years after they were popular and I got it right. from the 99 cent stores. Yeah. Like, I did not knowingly uh, seek out a, a swatch watch was right. like, I think if I were like three years older, yes, I would have been say, aware. I think you're younger than the demographic of a swatch watch. I believe I got one. It was, de- so this is like 1987. I was sixth grade. I think mm-hmm. that was like, or se- maybe six or seven. No, six. Yeah. That was just the hot time for swatches. And I don't even know how I got one because we never got stuff like that, but I think it might've been when my parents got divorced slash when my mom got diagnosed with a, a brain tumor and mm-hmm. my some relatives it was at christmas time that she was gone getting that uh surgically removed so we're all just like at home in a weird twilight zoney christmas and I, I feel like that's when i would have gotten it because i think i got even like oakley's too which i never would have gotten before that but i do remember you know how like they would have people come to your school during like an assembly or something where they're like oh the, these people are gonna come and perform for you whatever it is and whatever is popular at the time they had two dancers that were like swatch watch <laughs> okay <laughs> like they had <laughs> so many swatches on like connected around their neck as chokers oh my god all up their arms and i think they did some sort of like a 
breakdancing swatch watch uh, display of embarrassment. <laughs> but I fucking thought it was the coolest fucking thing. And I unfortunately, definitely... that does sound kind of cool. I would kind of. <laughs> I wish I could go back. Like, what are they doing now? Did they hold on to that like Corey Hart and never change? Or did they like move on to the next fad? Yeah, there were definitely like yo-yo people that would go around <laughs> to schools to promote yo-yo stuff. Yes. Yes. So. By the yeah. way, right. so a friend of mine like once said like, isn't it weird that like all of these elementary school and middle school aged kids are like getting roped into selling chocolates? Like what kind of scam? Like who is making money off of this to like have this weird child labor system where you buy mm. a bunch of chocolates and yes. pay up front and then sell them out to people to, I guess, raise money for your school or what? Like this is, this seems like s- someone is making money here. This is a weird I thing. Agree. And there's similar. the wrapping paper one. There's the, this. And yeah. It's similar to Girl Scouts, although that I think you're, you're learning something about business. I do feel like with school, it's like, why? So you kind of feel like you're, for- you're forced to, but I mean, if you don't. You're looked down upon for sure. Yeah. But with swatches, like I only think of Parker Lewis can't lose. Um, (laughs) That's my only reference for swatches. I I don't think I would know them as a thing other than that. I think I for sure had one swatch that had an interchangeable face, possibly, I think, or it was just interchangeable bands for color Mm -hmm. and then a swatch uh, watch guard. So it was like a crisscross rubber band thing that went over the front to keep it from being scratched. And obviously for fucking radical style. (laughs) And why be able to read your watch? Because uh, yeah. it's obviously just for looks. And if you have 300 of them on your body, chances are you'll figure out what time it is. There, There's like a Venn diagram between like too many swatches, like dozens of swatches. And then the other circle is like, like a BDSM. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. wearing a bunch of them as a choker or like having, you know, six of them like tied together around your arm or something it's 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 a little like uh like you know i don't gimp is probably not a word we should be using but like a leather suit guy you know what i mean Mm, yes yes (laughs) sorry i had things to add to it but i'm not gonna (laughs) okay all right good maybe that's good um just on the note of like school stuff like people coming to your school yeah i assume you had this at some point definitely like in orange county but there were like uh, I almost said like extreme Christians, but that sounds like Christian extremists. Um, but like, uh, like super like workout dude Christians oh. talking about the power of the Lord or something. Oh, and they would ew. do like stunts, like they would, or feats of strength where they would rip a Bible in half or like, uh, that break a bunch of bricks or something like this. Intuitive. No. <laughs> well, not a Bi- oh my God. A telephone book, not a Bible. That would be rad as hell if they ripped a now Bible we're in half. Now I'm in. Now you're that would be amazing. That would be like, wow, this is a, a different kind of Christian. Obviously this is a whole new generation. Just, just ripping Bibles in half with veins bulging out of their necks. Crosses upside down. We're cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I, those guys definitely made an appearance huh. at my elementary school. Wow. Like well, in break, elementary school, I went, I was in Texas, so it was a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember what we would have had there. We definitely had, well, in PE even, we just had breakdancing as like part of exercise. Man. But I think a guy came and had like the cardboard box and like just came in out and danced at some point. I'm trying to think of like any other thing back then. But that's pretty progressive for Tejas, so. Yeah, I, w- I would be surprised, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, here in California, I mean, like I said, every also, sorry, one yeah. more, one more thing yes, yes. about people being invited to speak at your school. There was <laughs> some, I, I guess it was some sort of motivational speaker or something who was giving some speech and he like pulled out like a, a mouse trap or a rat trap and then like, you know, put a pencil in it to like snap the pencil to talk about, you know, how easily this would break your bone or something. And then he like put a dollar bill in it and then like invited a kid on stage to, to take the what dollar bill. The fuck? <laughs> and it was like about faith or something about how you have to trust something. I don't know. And it was obviously like rigged so it wouldn't go off when the kid grabbed it, but it was yeah. like, it was a very weird thing. That's a very a mixed message because so yeah. I should trust because there's money. I should trust it. Yeah. It's real weird. It's, huh. it, there was a lot of like, there's just a lot of weird stuff that people were doing yes. uh, to educate kids about stuff in like the nineties. It was, it was a weird yeah. era. I, I agree. And I do wonder, huh? I wonder how much of that is happening today. I don't remember my kids having too much. There was always something, but it was, it was always pretty enriching. N- not this kind of hokey yeah. <laughs> weirdo bullshit. Not some guy from like Lord's gym doing a push-up contest or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So Karen called in from Scotland and she didn't really have an accent. So I know they wanted to know more, more info on that. She made a pasta bake and used spaghetti instead and said it was disgusting. I have to say, I would agree. I think, well, first of all, spaghetti is my least favorite pasta on earth. And I think Mm, it's fucking mm -hmm. bullshit disgusting. But what I don't understand, a lot of people do this, use spaghetti to make like a, I would, this is probably not a good term to use, but it's a very white trash thing where they like make some sort of pasta dish that's not spaghetti and they use those noodles and it's like a creamy thing it seems to be popular at these kinds of functions where i'm like get some get, get bow ties get penny like really you have to use spaghetti for this shit then on the other side there's like restaurants that have like the chili dome or whatever and it's like chili on spaghetti it's like oh, oh. it's like a mm-hmm. subpar i'm sure it probably yeah. tastes okay but on a better yeah. noodle spaghetti is like gr- actual garbage i don't care for it's it. like the the most cheaply made like i don't think your your ability to find a good there's a lot of bad spaghetti out there a lot of <laughs> bad uh whatever the italian word for ombres is um uh, yeah uh hmm. also you cut out right when you said i don't know if this is an okay term to use and then it, it the audio cut out on my end so i'm like do i want to ask what she said would she uh i said white trash oh well yeah i you know not the best term i know what you mean yeah. though um yes. yeah it's yeah it's a, it's, yeah. it's like it's, it's, let's spaghetti say kind of also a lot of people eat spaghetti when they're like uh not in the best of uh, uh financial situations right you know but I mean? all yeah. pasta costs the same like have better taste assholes so honey boo boo made spaghetti by putting it into like a country crock tub and like spraying ketchup into it that so this is what i'm talking about these kind of folk oh yeah hola Hello. So that time when it said less than a minute, I looked up. I have a clock with a with a second hand. So I'm like, I mean, a sec, yeah, second hand. Oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, it's gonna, and I'm gonna get this honey boo boo content in first, yes. right before <laughs> you did it. You nailed it, you, Lisa. You did a good job. Thank you. Let's see. Oh, and to add to that, they talked about ricotta a little bit, which 
they talked a little bit about last week with the cottage cheese, which led to a more ricotta talk than cottage cheese talk. Mm-hmm. I will say, yes. So ricotta wise, very versatile, obviously, because it's yes. cheese and cheese goes with a lot of stuff. I will say the thing that came to mind is something that would be bad with ricotta is like a oh, slice wait. of processed American cheese with ricotta on it. Oh like, my god, yes. Take a bad cheese and sort of mix it in with a good cheese. But yeah, anyway, that's that's I, uh. Sorry, I know but... Allison was trying to figure out what would be bad with ricotta. Now, ricotta is very versatile, like you said, but also like it lends itself to things by itself. Maybe not so much. I have put it on toast before and did like a salt, little salt and pepper. The thing is, is the texture is a little weird. And mm-hmm. last week they were talking about putting it on pizza and how it like turns hard or something. It's not true. I've put I've put dollops of ricotta on pizza and it's fucking amazing. It actually does get a little melty and it adds hmm. so much to it. So I don't know where that was from. But yeah, ricotta is great. I love it in lasagna. I love it in a lot of things. It's good. But even the uh, like the baked stuff shells, they're, it's fucking amazing. I don't know what these people are talking about. You do mix it with mozzarella and egg and stuff to like make it the consistency that it is. But mm-hmm. I don't know what these people are doing. But anyway, that was last week. This is this week. So Lee Bruns called in. And it was one degree there in South yeah. Dakota <laughs> with a wind chill factor that was probably a little more nippy than ours. Yeah, that's uh, that's bad. <laughs> that <laughs> seems wrong. Seems like uh, I don't know. Talk to the manager or something. It, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's just too cold. It's it's there's not. It's it seems like a glitch. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, there is a glitch of the matrix, and I think South Dakota is the epicenter, but. Also, because in California, we still go outside and do everything, even when it is cold. Mm-hmm. I do wonder, in one degree, are you still outside doing stuff? Like, at work, for me, at work, I'm outside the entire time, for the most part. Mm. So, even when, even when, it just, I'm outside. That's just what you do. And I'm just curious to know, you know, let us know, people. Yeah, I would assume, well, there's some things you can't do because stuff just freezes. Um, right, true. Like, I've seen so many videos of people with, like, just pounds of snow on their car and like uh you know snow up to their windows in their house so right it's it's uh you have to take you have to make preparations to do stuff but some stuff is just going to be closed off but i would i would also think if you've been living in that kind of place your whole life you've seen 30 40 winters like that so it's uh you get a little used to it very true and he also commented on ricotta being in lasagna which i think that's a clear winner i i sometimes fail at making lasagna because I think I need more ricotta mm. and maybe I do because I just feel like more is better <laughs> and maybe it's not but uh you know I may have screwed the pooch on that one a few times and actually Allison I think was talking about something about the California skies the skies and the sunsets lately are fucking amazing we've had some amazing rainbows we've had some amazing looking clouds and that's right they were talking about the dark clouds how beautiful it is and it's so much better when it's actually rainy. I don't like overcast when it's not doing anything because then I just feel like I'm in like the purgatory of weirdness. But when it's going to be something like, yes, I love cloudy weather and I like it when there's actually something going on. But when it clears up with these sunsets have been fucking amazing, like these pink and orange, just it's just I get off work right about the time. And of course, being downtown in orange, it's just so beautiful there with all the like trees and the houses are awesome. And then you have this beautiful view the whole way home. I'm like, oh my God, this is magical right now. Oh. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's mostly cold, uh, unfinished freeway on my drive home. Ooh, um, so yeah. Don't brag. Uh, just a, just a monument to industrialized life and the, the lack of 
humanity and nature. But no, it's uh, I. So I do work my job. Um, I'm on the fourth floor of an office building, and there's some pretty cool views you can get. Oh, I I almost cool. never make time to do it, but there's a couple windows where you can look out of, and it's it see off into the distance, and it is it's a very nice thing to be able to just take a moment and uh you know uh enjoy the rest of the world i guess to yes. to um step oh step step outside of whatever you know day-to-day stuff you're dealing with and look at a nice sunset or something like that yeah it's it, it does take you out of some sort of the monotony or some sort of some shitty days or what have you it's nice to have a brief moment to get your mind off of it but speaking of rainy days they talked about school games now allison had some weirdo <laughs> game that i had never heard of and maybe that's not a, a nice thing to say but did you have games that you played when it was a rainy day oh sure you know and and i never i don't think i ever caught on to the fact that they were for a rainy day oh. um it was just like yeah we're playing this weird game now i guess or maybe i knew at the time but i just didn't remember why but yeah i remember playing heads up seven up yes for sure. um i think that might be the only game i remember playing yeah, that's definitely the the first one that came to mind. I think other than that, maybe we are doing some sort of hangman situation. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I need to take this phone call. Can you hold on a sec? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to take over the podcast. I'm just uh, It's now the Trice show, as it should be. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people think uh, everybody deserves to have equal rights. I disagree. I disagree. Some certain people, you know what I mean? Certain... Uh, Certain guys, you know what I mean, are just putting in more work than uh, other people who aren't man enough, you know what I mean, who don't deserve to, like, vote. That's how I feel. Um, Really, it's all about what I like to call the 24-7 grind set. Sometimes I call it the 25-8, you know what I mean? You just, you just, uh, you got to always focus on, you know, what's what's the, the nardiest thing you can do? That's how I talk about it. What's the most ballerific, you know what I mean? The most testosterone I don't eat macaroni and cheese. I eat testosterone You know what I mean? This is, it's really, it's about being a real man. It's about being a real man. You know what I mean? You know, and when you're a man, you're such a real man. The only people you, you worry about are other men. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. This is getting, the 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 misogynistic joke is getting homophobic. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's a, unintended consequences we got we got people in the line of fire who shouldn't be there all all of this is getting edited out i trust lisa lisa uh, yep so i'm just gonna go on mute on mute Let's see how this goes hello <laughs> sorry about that no problem so i did play heads up seven up also i think there were other games like maybe you play like a hangman or a bingo or something but the more active games, it seemed like Heads Up, 7-Up. And of course, in California, we didn't have a lot of rainy days. So I do definitely remember those. Like, this is a rainy day thing. I connected to Heads Up, 7-Up immediately. That's just like, yeah. Yeah, that's I, that has to be... I mean, this may be generational also. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know true. if people who are like 20 years younger than us played Heads Up, 7-Up. You know what? I should... That's, that's a good point. So when I... Because I do work in a school... When it's rainy, sometimes we'll take the kids into classrooms to do homework and maybe like watch a movie or something. But there's never been a game like that. It's usually like we're coloring, we're we're doing homework, or we're watching a movie. There's not been talk of heads up, seven up. So, huh? Hmm. I should throw it out there because the other people that I work with, half of them are just like college kids. So I oh, should just fun. be like, so heads up, seven up. Then 
just like just drop it in a conversation at some point yeah yeah worth worth asking about i would be curious if they uh, if they know what's up do you know what's up heads up seven up <laughs> you get recorded immediately for some sort of sexual harassment <laughs> yes. they're like what's next indian style lisa come mm. on oh, i know but i mean i grew up with that did you or did you have crisscross applesauce? oh for sure okay Oh, for I didn't sure. know what with the line of um, demarcation. You know, <laughs> smear the queer. Obviously, oh, yeah, yeah, was a of a, a fun schoolyard game. That kid, I never played. Actually, it turned into. Mm-hmm. I mean, the point of the game was just I, to was like, it like butts I, up next. I don't remember butts up, but uh, S the Q, as as I will say, is it was just about like someone has a ball and then like everyone chases that dude with the ball and and hits them and right. then someone else gets the ball and then, so it was not a game that I. I did not find that to be an attractive prospect. It didn't right. seem like a fun game to me. No, that's um, but it was definitely fun. a thing. Yeah, definitely. Also, yes. Thinking about it, that was a hate crime. Like, that why were they calling it a... smear the the attack? The point was to, I guess, attack the queer. Right. That's cru- that's that's uh, not good. That's yes. I just now put that winning, together. The winner yeah. is the one who smears the actual queer. I, that's uh that's real bad i never yeah. put those two things together i just it's not great yeah wow okay butts up is just you're smearing your butt wait <laughs> now explain butts up butts up is it's sort of like a handball game i think and then if you like lose you have to go stand up there and have the ball hit at your ass oh that does sound kind of something familiar, like yeah. that I don't know. Some of the kids at school were playing it and they wanted me to. And I'm like, uh, and one of the kids is like, but part of it's kind of inappropriate. I'm like, well, let's skip the inappropriate part. Yeah, probably better. Um, yeah. I, I, there's no talk of S in the Q, though. Good. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. moved on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, apparently, I remember hearing years ago that someone with kids said their kids called it kill the man with the ball, which I guess, I don't know if that's better. Um, it's, it's something uh, better than just like, Hey, tag that guy out with the ball or tag yeah. that person out. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yes. For Monday show, I, Allison talked about Daniel's yawning being loud and yes. Uh, yes. asked him if he could quiet it. Um, I would. And, but also on this other side, her coffee drinking apparently is super loud. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> if, if my beloved wife, who does not exist, but hypothetically, if she said, hey, um, could you stop yawning so loud? Could you do something about that? I would assume right. she was trying to start a fight and was really mad about something else. So I can agree with that to an extent. Now, I think I understand what she's talking about because I believe the ex did this sometimes where they're just you know when someone's doing a mild yawn you're like you're prepared for it it's like when someone's driving and all of a sudden and you feel like they're gonna turn this way and then they turn the other way and you're completely jostled mm. when somebody yawns and does this like ear piercing like it's frightening and it's like oh my god like you don't ex- you think someone's gonna yawn but then they make this like loud abrupt yell in connection with it where it's just it's unsettling so i understand her point if that's what she's talking about but i also understand your point where it's like what's really going on <laughs> it seems there was some emotion behind it that did not seem right. uh commensurate with a yawn that was slightly uh surprising where but... like somebody's chewing all of a sudden annoys you or mm-hmm. certain things like that where it's just like can you breathe any louder <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's a little bit of that going on i have known people i've not known 
particularly loud yawners. Maybe it just I haven't noticed because it doesn't bother me. I have known that I used to work with someone who was like a loud sneezer. Like you, mm. you could hear them across the room. Oh yeah, like, I think that was my grandma. She worked mm. there. <laughs> <laughs> like it practically sounded like a shout. Like yeah, uh, my my neighbor, yeah. I can hear him sneeze. I'm in my house. My windows are open, but I can hear him sneeze. And I'm like, okay, grandma, <laughs> I will still call him that. Cause it's like, oh my God, somebody's really fine with just being like, let it all out. Yep. But I think that was it for, well, oh, they talk at the beginning of the show a little bit about accents and uh, Allison getting beaten down for her, not pronouncing the L and also or whatever. Mm, but yes. as, as Daniel noted, like, people have accents and that's fine like I, I find people to be a little weird about it when someone mispronounces a word or something it's it's uh it's yes. fine everyone speaks differently especially when it's something so slight as also or asso or whatever she says it's just it's not i don't know there are some where you're just like oh whoa where'd that come from that's the you're actually adding a different letter in there but okay but just also and also i mean yeah, I can't imagine sending someone like a tweet or an email being like, hey, listen, there's an L and also what's what's the matter with you? Like, <laughs> also, also shut up. You know what I mean? Also, yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anything else? I think that was pretty much it for me. There was not a ton of uh, ton of stuff going on in this episode. Oh, there wasn't. But, you know, it was uh, all in all. A mediocre episode. <laughs> <laughs> this one or that one? This the one, one we're doing the right one, now? The or... one we're doing right now, to be fair to us, the content is not our fault. <laughs> mm. But I think we're making it fun. I think we are a step above the rest. <laughs> a top notch. No, I don't know what we are. Uh, Let us know. Lemonade. Let yeah. us know. Was it better than the... No, no, no. Oh, we boy. Don't need... we don't let's, need... <laughs> not, let's not do that. Leanne, let us know. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really enjoy chatting with you and uh, making the Monday episode palatable. Uh, you know, it's a service we provide uh, as part of the Allison fan community. Just uh, you got some plain spaghetti. We're going to add a little ketchup on that and, uh, uh, and stir a, it up artificial in a tub butter tub. Yeah. Country crock. Yeah. We're the country crock and ketchup on spaghetti of podcasts. I think that's pretty succinct and yeah. accurate <laughs> all right well it was nice chatting with you and uh we'll get back with dr angela and dr joanna after these words <laughs> or a song or me just going <laughs> well all right well i feel like i mean you kind of have to use that one now right <laughs> yeah i know there's no what else could top top that all right Thank you. Yay. Thank you. I So I have you listened to the Thursday episode already? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, okay. There is a, oh boy. Really? <laughs> there's a whole, oh boy. I will not say what it's about, but there's a conversation about a certain subject that Allison brings up where I was like, oh, Lisa's going to say something on the Thursday episode that she's going to have to edit out later. Hit Z record. Okay. All right, with the magic of editing, we are here, we, I am here, and joined in my house with a couple of fabulous doctors. It's Dr. Joanna. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and Dr. Angela, welcome. Hi there. How are you? How are you, Joanna? Good, how are you? It's been a long time since I've seen you. Oh, I know, so long, like 24 <laughs> hours? Yes. 
So we went to, I did mention it on the show uh, with Trice, but we did go to an estate sale yesterday. That was quite nice. I got mm-hmm. some, I'm, there, I'm using the green dish behind you that I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pictures look good in the bathroom. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And I have a dish for Easter that's going to come out, you know, soon. But how's, how's life? How's things? Things are, <laughs> things are going. <laughs> things are things, as they say. It's March. That's all I can say. So March right on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's a good uh, outlook. And Dr. Angela, how have you been? It's been a minute since, actually been a while. It has been a while, a couple months. Um, Things have been busy with work and with life, but it's it's good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I'd like to hear that. Before we talk about Thursday, let's do, first of all, let's cheers. Uh, Dr. Angela brought a mango Bellini. Do they call them Bellinis, even though it's not peach? What's it called? Omega Seco? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Mango Seco. Trader Joe's has these amazing cheers. Good sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's breakfast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while we sip on this, let's get uh, let's listen to a BFF hotline call. Hello, BFF friends. It's been far too long. It's Demi in. I know I haven't called in forever, and I miss you guys. I haven't been listening to podcasts as much previously noted. But I'm back trying to get on the track because I missed all my friends. I missed hearing how everyone's doing. Um, I just wanted to say I've been listening the last couple of weeks. Trice, you're doing a good job. Rafi, LK, awesome. Lisa, you're always great. You don't laugh too much anymore, so don't have to apologize. And Dr. Jim, it's good hearing you this week. Um, and also, I just have one last thing to say. Um, I love cottage cheese. I really do. I'll eat a plain. I need a whole container of this. I, you know, didn't control myself. Anyway, I'll be sure to call in again soon. You guys all take care. Goodbye. Agreed on cottage cheese. Amen. But also, you eat it plain, no salt, no pepper, just as is. Okay, you might have a problem. It's like some of them just drinks milk. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I just can't do it at all. No? Mm-mm. So you're a texture person too on that? I guess. And I'm not a huge, this is going to sound gross, thick dairy person, but like <laughs> <laughs> thick white things. <laughs> Like Greek yogurt took me a while to come around oh on. Yeah. I can't even really. I generally can't do yogurt. It's sour cream. I, can't do I don't like yogurt, and I can't do pudding. I'm not a, those. And it's not texture oh necessarily. Like, <laughs> it's it's taste to me. And yeah, mm. sour cream. No. Mm-mm. I love sour cream on stuff, but if it's too much, then 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 it's like okay, no. It, then the gag reflex comes comes out. Oh wow. <laughs> but mildly like if you get a pocket of sour cream in a burrito oh, it's like oh, yeah, yeah it's no. too much but i love i love sour cream it adds so much to mexican food just or baked potato mm, mm, mm. yes please <laughs> <laughs> um dr angela did would you like to weigh in on cottage oh cheese? sure i don't <laughs> cottage cheese is my least favorite of the thick oh. dairy yeah that i'm okay i really like the same feeling with sour <laughs> cream and then i can totally eat yogurt but yeah, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've eaten cottage cheese, but I do crave it and I, and I love it. It's my most favorite of the thick viscous cheeses. Wait, what was it? <laughs> thick dairy. Thick dairy. <laughs> because yeah, yogurt, I still with the, the Greek yogurt is a bit much and I'll try and have yogurt and I still can't. I like to drink the yogurt drinks that I can get back because it, it is good for you. Whatever. Probiotics and whatever. Gut health. Let's get in on it. Anyway, Demian, it's so good to hear from you. And I'm trying to talk him into coming out to the group recording. So it sounds like it's a maybe, maybe. 
I haven't seen him since what the wedding. Mm-hmm. The, oh, Angela, you didn't. You didn't I've go never to the met Demian, right? Yes. Okay, so maybe um, this is the time, Demian. Come on out. If you'd like to leave a hotline call, text or call eight one eight BFF zero seven three two. So let's talk about the group recording. It's March thirty first to April second. We'll record on April first. Joanne is not going to be here. Maybe wah, we should just, just completely reschedule it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and Angela, you're going to be here. I am. Good. Got it on my calendar. Okay, good. I know usually on the Friday night before, we usually go to Joanna's house and have a fire pit. And it's like the night before that you actually... I didn't go. I, you didn't go, but what did you meet us for? What was that? Why well, we went oh, to eat afterwards. We went to eat. Okay. After the Saturday. That's right. Okay. Think, yes. So we'll probably do go down to the circle and eat dinner on Friday night. And then Saturday, just spend the whole day here doing lots of wild things. <laughs> I was thinking about just doing like shrooming the whole day. Just taking it in steps, though. Like I did last time. I think right. I did okay. I feel like I... Don't be like Megan. Don't be like <laughs> Just Megan. devour it. <laughs> it's tempting because I didn't feel so much last time. I'm like, maybe I need to have more. But I think that's where you go wrong. And we'll talk more about shrooming later mm-hmm. because I actually have shroomed since then. So, updates. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about... Thir- no, sorry. Actually, you guys, besides the mango secco, you both brought a chat snack that we can enjoy. Dr. Angela, what did you bring? I brought some popcorn that says it's called... Well, it's from Sweet Chaos, and it's a drizzled popcorn that's vanilla chai flavored. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, so I'm going to imagine it's got like some cinnamon going on, and then it's drizzled with white frosting. I thought for a second it was white chocolate, which would be kind of an Allison tie-in tie because she talks about white chocolate, but it looks mm-hmm. like white chocolate to me. Certified gluten-free also. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I feel like sweet chaos is a good definition of what goes on here. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It says delightfully disruptive. Also. Mm, there you go. The subtext there of the show. There mm-hmm. <laughs> you go. Are we going to open it? Should we get bowls or something? We can or just, just grab like it. I don't care. Toss it or toss it around. Just, okay. We we'll can just, pass it around. We'll pass, pass. Okay. Puff, puff, pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, hear also, lots of crinkling sounds. That's good. We ha- we have to have all the ASMR because mm-hmm. yes. I always thought people didn't like that. Turns out people actually Some like people that. Do. Pay, people yeah, pay not money me, for but this yes. kind of content. Mm-hmm. So we're giving it away for free. It's not a ton. Oh, I wonder if the like, frosting ones probably go oh, to the bottom because they're heavier. Oh, I like the, the big kernels. It's like when you get... Kettle corn? Yeah, it's like kettle corn. How it's always like those big puffs of corn that are mm-hmm. so good. I know it's a certain kind of kernel that apparently they don't sell to people to mm-hmm. do at home because it's the. Mm. This is what I thought it would taste like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh a little. God. It looks like it won't have as much flavor as it has. Yeah, because you can't. I don't see drizzle on it. I don't see the drizzle, but I can taste but it. But I taste it. Oh, there's some drizzle. Mm. Get your drizzle on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm glad I could contribute. I think it came in a mm. Kirkland pack, but at least saw that somewhere. In the regular grocery store, maybe even, but it came in like one of those giant Kirkland oh my gosh, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. food, like gift dome things. All right. And then Joanna mm-hmm. brought us something that's related to the Thursday show. Yes. Where'd they go? The <clears throat> Trader Joe's dark mm-hmm. chocolate orange sticks. Hell yes. That Allison mentioned because she made it sound like it was an old person thing because, oh, well, you know, my dad. Right. These are the best. They are delicious. They're my son's favorite. Mm-hmm. I al- they were always my favorite because they're dark chocolate and orange, and I like anything orange flavored. At candy stores, they would have like the chocolate coated orange peels. Mm-hmm. So I was so excited thinking it was that, but then when I had it, it's not. It's more of a, like a gummy stick that's covered in chocolate. 
I didn't think the kids would like it because they don't love dark chocolate, but they're both addicted to it as well. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, we didn't have Trader Joe's up in Northern California. And so when we come visit my grandparents here, this was like the stop on the way home. Mm. And we would get these and the peanut butter pretzels because it was like once or twice a year you could stock up on them. I've never uh-huh. had these before. Really? I've okay. never noticed them. I, I'm they're sorry. usually big well, Trader Joe's person. Here, they're in the freezer section, mm-hmm. kind of up above. Well, I guess all the up above, stuff. yeah, where the yeah. cookies are and stuff. So, so I feel like I grabbed that from you so hard. Take it, give it to me. <laughs> mm, they smell so good. Yeah, that's delicious. Because the gummy part is not too chewy. It's got a good texture. Oh, the gummy reminds me of the sun-kissed um, mm-hmm. fruit gems. gels, or mm-hmm. yeah, fruit gems. Yeah. I sent that card in so many times because I'm like, I want, I get the hid sun kiss fruit gems for like every holiday usually. Allison commented on it. She's like, I was craving these so much when I was pregnant. I'm like, you want to pick it then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And now that, I'm, now that I'm not on Patreon, if people want to fight for sun kiss fruit gems, go for it. Those are delicious. That's good. The dark, because dark chocolate I'm a little in on, but if but that cuts fruit, it, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good exactly. Right, well, that was a chat snack. Delicious. Thanks for bringing stuff to share. All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Let's. All right. We were her little trifle sent in by Ulysses on Patreon. Is it the trifle from Friends? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is a good trifle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one I should make for the group recording. With, like, ground beef. No, because I won't be here. Can't okay. do it without me. <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Christmas. The Christmas trifle. Okay. I And I know I repeat this every single week. I feel like trifle's already been something that I could have looked, but like, uh, who cares anymore, I guess. Anyway, have you had a trifle? Or an actual one? Not a beefy one? Not a beef, peas, and onions? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have. It feels kind of like tiramisu a little bit, because like the lady fingers yeah. and the custard. But one I feel like there's more to a trifle. What I never understood about it is that the dish is like eight inches deep. So you're scooping, de- like you have all these layers, but then when you scoop it, it doesn't really stay in layers, does it? Have you had one, Dr. Angela? I, I remember having one that my friends were trying to make a really fancy birthday cake for a one-year-old's birthday party. And the layers were sliding off each other because they were trying to put the, <laughs> um, whatever that, what's that, that frosting that's like? Oh, fondant? Um, yes. And it was sliding all over the place. So they just turned it into a trifle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> An accidental trifle. <laughs> and I can't remember too much about it. So that's not stirring a uh, tribute. I think, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll make two. How if I make a real one and then mm-hmm. I'll make a friend's version? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why am I adding work to myself? I, I don't. <laughs> But honestly, a savory trifle sounds delicious. It just sounds like a shepherd's pie. Basically, yeah, that would be good. All right. But didn't she do sweet stuff and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would yeah, be Yeah, she combined like a shepherd's pie and a okay. trifle. So it's going to be gross, but okay. Uh, Ulysses, do you listen? I want to know. Tell me. He comments when you post it. He does. And I always shout him out, but then there's never comments mm-hmm. on anything going on in the show. So I'm just wondering. Testing. You just need to make some kind of comment. Yes, yes. I'm testing you, Ulysses Atkins. I always said S. Grant. You know what we didn't do, but I did with Trice. Do you guys want to have shout outs? Do you have shout outs? I, was, I said I was going to do that shout out, remember? Okay. Oh, I've got a nice. shout out. Yeah. One. Okay. Let's I'll do start. Shout-outs. I have well, a shout out. We can go back okay. in time. Let's do there shout outs. Oh, can I start then? Yeah, hell yeah. Since I, okay. So I'm going to shout out to uh, Rafi and Megan because they, when we did the group record, they were both recommending that I go back to the beginning of Doughboys and start listening from the beginning through because I had listened to some episodes when Allison was on or other people I knew were on. And it was a great recommendation. I think I'm like a year into the episodes now and they're so much fun and you get all the little inside jokes and that kind of thing. So thanks for that recommendation. I think 
I know that Paul's wife, her comment on it, they were trying to listen to it, I think, on the trip over to San Francisco when we all met up. And she was just saying, oh, it's a little too frat boy for me. And it's funny because I didn't, I don't get that. And it is very dude, but I don't think it's too much dude. There's enough where it's very, they're just two comedians that are very funny. And they're juvenile, yes. <laughs> but I, I, I could see it being too much for some people. So that I guess I don't always suggest it to people because I think maybe it's just because I connect to male energy a lot of times that like maybe that's why I'm connecting to it. But the fact that you do, mm-hmm. I don't know if you connect to male energy too or if you just like all across the board. Yeah, just... I have. Yeah, I have two boys. I had a brother. Okay. So I do okay. think, I, yeah, I have lots that of could be guy part, friends. That could be part of it. I love how they tease each other and like same, pretend like they don't same. like each other or whatever. Yeah, like it, that cracks me up for some reason. That's exactly the relationship I really like a lot. Yeah. And, but also they're talking about, fa- you know, fast food and, and stuff. It's just, it's funny how people are like, well, what, you know, what is it about? And then you say it. It's like, but it's more than that. It doesn't matter what they're talking no, about. That's it doesn't. A, it really yeah, not doesn't. a huge part of it. But it me. is funny how they make themselves sick about it. And like, it's just, it's a great show. It is a good show. So that's a good shout out. Joanna, do you have any shout outs? Um, mine is to someone who I'm sure listens to the show mm. Jenna Kim Jones okay. who just announced that she's pregnant yes so that's so was exciting. exciting I knew they were just gonna keep on going I know and going I know and going and going by the way when do they have time I don't know I think that's they probably put their okay they probably put for, their kids together to bed at a early. decent hour mm-hmm. and have like a whole routine and mm-hmm. probably. probably go on dates and all that kind of stuff yeah Something they seem to have a healthy relationship <laughs> I mean they're Mormon so. oh more morn dog no that sounds really stupid backtrack out of that but um i'm glad somebody's enjoying their relationship in life and sex that's good not like i'm not i'm just saying i'm glad people are in general <laughs> that's nice for them <laughs> anyway shall we now talk about thursday yes all right lizzie cooperman robin shore and tony was on it was, as Allison said, ladies' night. It wasn't a sausage fest like it has been. But I have to say, a lot of times when she has women on, her energy is very different. And then when she has males on, it's different. With this, there was more of there was more of a male energy to me. She was more loose about talking about things that she might not with other women. I feel like she was seemed a little bit less guarded. I guess I don't know if that's called male energy, but she was less guarded, and I enjoyed them being on. So I I was watching a show recently and I saw Robin Shore's name in the credits. So I thought, oh, I didn't do we what does she do? I think the main thing she does is like sh- writer has she done show running? I think it was something? some sort of a producer. Yeah, I think role. maybe show running kind of stuff. I thought well, it could be a different one, but that just seems kind of strange. No, like that's definitely what she her. does, yeah. So I've been watching In the Dark. I don't know if you guys have seen this show. Mm, but I love that show. So, that's a good show. Yeah, so her She's, name was in it for the first huh. season I saw it and I thought, huh. It got a little if you, I'm still into it. it gets, <laughs> it's a whole different. It gets really good. Yeah. So it was a blind girl whose friend got killed and she's trying to solve the murder. Yeah. So navigating that and lots of chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many things. But anyway, they were talking about shovels are the beginning of something bad, typically. And then Allison immediately was like, oh, yeah, I also wanted to find out, like, what goes bad with ricotta. And I'm like, how did you go from this to that? She just wanted to, like, shoehorn that right Mm -hmm. in. But I'm going to do that right now. What do you think goes bad with ricotta? (laughs) Another thick dairy. Yeah. I don't mind ricotta. But what's terrible with it? Could you? Okay. I just came up with one because I just took a sip of this. In a mimosa or a Prosecco. That would be kind of bad. It'd be pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't belong in there. Definitely. But it it can go sweet or savory. True. I think what's the Italian dessert? I think they're kind of overrated. 
Cannolis? Yeah, cannolis. I've had them where they're good, but sometimes it's just like, it's a grainier, you need mascarpone or something, mm-hmm. you know, like a sweeter cheese. That's a good thick dairy. <laughs> but that could get me a little gaggy too. Yeah. When I was in Vegas, was it not two weekends ago now? Yeah, we're in Vegas in there. One of the casinos had cannolis that you could buy in a vending machine what yes it was like sprinkles but it was a yes it was a huge vending machine in in the weekend they always have cake in it and then on the weekends you can buy a cannoli from the vending machine and it's in a package Hmm. like you would get a sandwich out of a vending machine interesting Hmm. huh but i I also don't really enjoy cannolis so i was not tempted yeah it's it's it looks so good and then it's intriguing because it's like oh there's like this filled pastry with like little mini chocolate chips dipped on the end but then it's just like you bite into it and the whole thing breaks and because it's too crumbly and then it's kind of like not sweet enough sometimes it's really good after italian food though because it's too much i guess and tiramisu sometimes is too much Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like eclairs too like i don't get those they always sound like they're going to be good but then the pastry part's always dry yes that's very true. And this, the, the cream is not always very sweet. Mm-hmm. I used to love those things. And I think I've gotten them from French's a few times. I'll get like the mini ones and the, the cream puffs and the eclairs. And every time I'm like, I don't think I like these anymore. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cream puffs might be better. The eclairs, that Bavarian Maybe cream it's the ratio. Bit, yeah, maybe. So have you heard of this Temescal, Temescal, emotionally sweating out your problems situation? I have not. I think this is something we should do for the group recording. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You're like, Feel that free. you can do. Mm-hmm. Save the trifle for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> it sounds very interesting. I've always been interested in doing like either like the ayahuasca thing where you just like purge out all kinds of shit because it sounds very life changing. I don't know if this would be very life changing. I might lose a few pounds. And some emotions might be out. That's always good because, <laughs> you know, I have trouble with that. Not lately. All right. I think this is the most alarming thing of all that's happened since I've started listening to Allison's show is that she's drinking monster energy as a coffee replacement and not realizing that it would have so much caffeine. I mean, have you been around since the early two thousands? The people that have monster energy stickers. Have you seen the people that this culture, this is a culture of of person. You need to have like a lifted, you know, truck, (laughs) white Oakley's hanging on the bottom, on the back. It's definitely not her people. No. It's so no. She, she hilarious. Well, she's going to wrestling matches. Maybe some Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Well, yeah, and Todd um, Perry is a big Raiders fan. So maybe oh, that's where this is all headed. What's actually happening. So this all happened because her sister, but I feel like this is something that her sister did a long time ago, but calling her teeth off white or cream. Uh, that was, her, it was just Christmas. It was one of the holidays they okay. were together, I think. But so it I don't think it's really tailspin. Of course it did. Her extreme teeth. monster energy. Of drink? course it did. Holy shit! But okay, so she said she tried something called some uh, gummies, caffeine gummies, she, something called highball. Why not no dose? Do they not make those anymore? Is uh, that from my childhood of trying to be skinny? I don't. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if they make that anymore. One time, my brother-in-law in the towards the end of high school, he was he's not he was not a big guy. He wasn't even a hundred pounds, and he took nodos and had like chest palpitations oh and went gosh. to the emergency oh room. Oh my gosh! For lunch in high school, I would get a Coke Classic and have nodos, and that mm. was like nice. I'm gonna be skinny with mm-hmm. all the, the rest of these like California girls. Wow! It never happened. No. <laughs> So there, Allison did post a story on Instagram. I was looking for something else this morning that she was making coffee and then she actually dropped 
accidentally dropped a battery in it. So I was happy to hear <laughs> that she was drinking coffee. <laughs> she what the fuck is happening? <laughs> she had a monster beforehand. <laughs> She's like, you put batteries in this for it to work, right? Right. She was putting some, she was using some kind of device to okay. not. Well, now we're talking. I mean, she is old fashioned. Maybe she has one with batteries or plug in. <laughs> something to f- not foam it though. Cause I don't think there was milk. Oh. I don't know. Something to do something with it. The one that I recently got though, when you came to my house. Yeah. That sounded oh. bad. Oh, I'm all, wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. It's battery and it drives me crazy oh, because oh, it's oh, like. Oh, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every couple weeks I'm like, Man, oh. and it just takes a tiny little AAA. You're gonna have to get so a whole rechargeable oh, battery situation going. Those Which are, is, that's what I used to have. Those are. Um, do I have one of those that has a battery? In it? I'm not sure. I'll send you a link for what I like, just because it does the same thing and it looks a lot bigger, so mm. it's easier to handle, maybe. But also, just plug my it big in. man hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> just don't wipe the crumbs off my face. <laughs> Which really sounded like a euphemism for something, but it so I I wanted to no sorry this Monster Energy drink thing have you ever had one mm-hmm. I've had a Red Bull I think maybe back in the days of what was it the what was the drink that people made with vodka it? and Red Bull no it was the, no worse it was like what's that terrible drink like Jaeger bombs mm. didn't that have Red Bull in it maybe and I remember I was just like these are two disgusting things that I'm drinking right now like how bad do I want to be drunk not this bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I know on road trips and stuff, like, the ex would always be getting monster energy drinks. I'm like, why don't you just let me drive instead? And you just go to sleep because that's a weird energy. Mm-hmm. That's not like, oh, I'm up and alert. Now you're just, like, spinning out of control Chad and, like, seeing them. aliens in the desert. Yeah. But people drink this as a normal drink, mm-hmm. like, for breakfast. Mm-hmm. No, that's not good for you. Allison, mm-hmm. every time she talks about things that she consumes, she so wants to, like, be healthy or, like, I think it's more about, not about being healthy. It's about looking a certain way, clearly. Oh, yes. So, like, I know I have my issues, but, like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's healthy. And then I she's doing, like... Today, but I'm not having a monster energy. She's doing the diet one that has some kind of, you know, weird super right. low in it. And, oh, my God. That's yeah. even worse. Okay. <laughs> so, last week, I bleeped this out. But let's talk about deep throat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. Allison, actually, the ladies were saying that there was like everybody, they they had this generalization that everybody growing up has like an older friend or some sort of somebody that's like teaching you the ropes on how to give a blowjob and like how to avoid gagging and all these other things. Like, did you guys have anybody being like, hey, let me take you aside and tell you? Because when I would go to camp, it was church camp. So I'm pretty sure at like so my Baptist church camp, no. there was definitely <laughs> that was behind closed doors. There was no discussion discussion of blowjobs. I was picturing sure. like Fast Times at Ridgemont High when the, the banana scene where she's practicing on that, and it's just like I never had that. That just seems like a movie, like an '80s mm-hmm. movie. It doesn't feel like something. Nobody ever, nobody ever talked about it. No, it was trial and error. So she was saying to avoid. And because you're both doctors, this is a medical question only. I do not have medical training, but go for it. <laughs> well, Dr. Angela, feel free to speak up. Yeah, please. This is your... Can't wait. I'm sure you would love to talk more about this. So, okay. To avoid gagging, you have to push past the esophagus. Well, not... Yeah, I could see where if you... Because we eat food and it goes, you know, all the way 
you know, through our, past our throat and then into our esophagus. I mean, you can't go past your esophagus because that goes all the way to your stomach. But they mean, but you, yeah. So there's something in that, like where your uvula hangs down, that that's where the gagging is happening. So I guess if you could like get past that. Maybe it's about angles. I don't, yes. And I think it's also Mm -hmm. about relaxation and a few beers. Indeed. (laughs) Yes. But anyway, I know Trice, when we recorded yesterday, he's like, have you listened to Thursday? I said, no. And he said, oh, there's definitely going to be a part that you're going to have to talk about, but you're not going to, you're going to beep out all of it. I'm like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just dive right in. I feel like, you know, we are doing a service. I'm trying to, you know, pleasure the world. What am I even saying? I'm going to probably cut that out. So let's move on to something more fun and uh, G-rated. What was your favorite Milton Bradley game? Specifically Milton Bradley, Parker Brothers, or... So that's the thing. (laughs) I I immediately thought of my favorite game, and I looked it up today, and it was Parker Brothers. But growing up, Sorry was a game I did love Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was very popular when we were little, yeah. And then Clue was a little bit later than that. And with my kids, they never played Sorry that much. But I remember I was like, I'm going to get all the games that I grew up with, and they were like, eh. But they loved Clue, and I had wanted just recently, I'm like, on the next rainy day... Let's watch Clue and play mm, Clue and like fun. have a little like snacks and you know, whatever. But my favorite game growing up that was at my grandma's house, which was like this is the whole reason why I even have a ton of board games is because of her, but it was the Mad Magazine game and that was Parker oh. Brothers. And that was such a fun game. My brother and I loved that one. Yeah, we did play Sorry a lot and Clue. And actually my Clue game is still at my mom's house and so we'll play it with the kids now. And it's funny to look at like me playing with my friends and yes. like little notes that we were writing. Aww. Um Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, you have, still, so have still have the little, papers oh. in there. Mm-hmm. So I do that. I used to have game night with my group of friends every week. And so we have every game has some sort of like little writings, little notepads. And we'll go back. And there's some people that I don't even, I'm not even friends with anymore, but we'll like go back and read. And it is hilarious to mm-hmm. look back at it. And also it is cute to see like the ones from when we were younger. I was also a big clue and sorry. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just looking to see if it was Connect 4. was not made by... Is that Milton Bradley? Yeah, right? I, I loved Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And Candyland, I don't know if that one was, but that was a big uh, game for... yeah. Like, my dad would play Candyland with us, and then Sorry was big with us as a family, and mm-hmm. then Clue... Trouble was another one we played oh, a lot. Oh, yeah, Trouble. And Trouble is very similar to Sorry. It's yeah, very, it's, yes, popper, very yeah. similar. The one I really liked was Perfection, and I remember getting it for the kids, and they're like, it's too scary. <laughs> and that was when they were really little, so right. I never brought it back out again. I probably still have it, but maybe we should play it at the group recording. And of <laughs> but, course, I played Operational. Oh, oh yes. I loved Operational. We did talk about it on this show that Allison's dad removed the buzzer. That tells you a lot, I think. It is it, not that loud. It's we, like some of the toys we have. a lot of things about her childhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know what? So Paul always brings like these very um, cerebral board games that are like you have to think they're mm-hmm. very they're very fun and they're very good and I think it's awesome that he brings them but maybe we need to dumb it down a little bit because it is me and like bring out let's bring out <laughs> my collection of like Candyland uh, <laughs> you have do you Match have operation yeah I think I have operation okay I have perfection I have we just have like a bunch of board games on the table and just like be mm-hmm. there you go it'll be really cool you know. <laughs> really cool we're so cool that's what everybody says are you sure you don't want to cancel your plans joanna <laughs> i'm good what if i have that trifle i don't know sweet savory sweet, sweet. deal 
Okay, so Lizzie apparently works at Victoria's Secret. Uh, there's a few layers to the story. Oh Tony. my gosh. Yeah. So she accidentally ran into Tony at her place of Wait, business. Wait, I don't think, was that accidental or he came there? That's what I was uh, trying to figure out. Because I think they came there. Knowing that she was doing it, because she did talk about it on the podcast. So that's another level. Because he, there, it sounds like, would he, wait, does she have, a, she does have a podcast. Would he have been mm. on her podcast? Oh, no. maybe. I feel like we were. I thought she about talked that. about it on Allison's the last oh, time maybe. she was on. Maybe they talked afterwards. It sounded like because she definitely says she picked that one because people don't go there, and uh, I feel like he knew she was going to be there. There's a lot of calculations going on here, but mm-hmm. also she said, "Oh, I, you know, Tony and his girlfriend. I mean, fiance, right?" She said that, and then he was like, "No, no, no." But I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "No, I didn't even hear Stone that." Face. <laughs> I. I Blurred that out. Buster Keaton over here just like... "Mm." (laughs) Blocked that Um, out, apparently. She said fiancé first, and he's like, oh, no. And she's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But I'm like, was that an accidental slip? But also, this felt like a I mean, they moved in together. Well, she moved across country for him and moved in, and then they moved out and in together. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Like, I don't care about personal lives, but if you're going to let some stuff out, just say it. Like, right. why not? But then he did say, oh, we just moved in together. Like, as yeah. if he was saying, like, oh, no, we're not engaged yet because we just moved in together. Or maybe For the he, second time. Maybe he doesn't want his mom to know. Oh. <laughs> see, now we're on. Mm. Wait, because she you, does Tony listen no to the show, right? Has <laughs> I feel like there's been discussion of his mom listening yes, to the show. Because she has <sighs> called in and said something about Alice. Oh. Maybe his mom doesn't approve of uh, flow. flow. Is it in the no flow zone? Interesting. <laughs> so I do feel like if anyone was going to, because she was trying to not say where she was, because she mm-hmm. like who she whoever she thinks would hunt her yeah, down there. Do if anyone was going to hunt her down, it would be the BFFs that we would make it a field oh, trip, yeah, and go in there and My have fittings with her. Idea, but I don't. Okay, know. so the big clue was yeah. something about a bakery that there's a Port particular right across the street. Then that's it. Because it's, we I, that's exactly what I was thinking was, she's like, it's a f- kind of a, I can't remember how she worded the bakery, but it sounded like Porto's, that it's like something that's not everywhere. She certainly wasn't mm-hmm. talking about Mrs. Fields. It was like something <laughs> kind of unique. Hmm. So, hmm. hmm. So why am I done with my drinking? You guys still have some. I'm close. Okay. I just right. had another orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. You got to cut it I with some food. <laughs> starting to get buzzed. So when Sorry. are we going to go up to the... The gallery? Did you say like the Glendale gallery or which one? Right. Probably. I mean, she only works eight hours a week. It's so interesting. Wait, I mean, huh? she said I'm like she works hard. like mm-hmm. two or three shifts mm-hmm. and they're like four hours. Four hours. Yeah. So it's so funny. I mean, I guess she doesn't have kids, but it's so funny that she could like add in eight to 12 hours of something in her life. Just no big deal. She's fascinating to me. She is because hearing this, I'm like, how many jobs do you have? Like, I want to hear all of everything that she's The doing. tarot card thing, the way she, she hasn't been doing it for very long. And the way she sounds so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's part that's of being a good is reader a is, um, reading with her. Mm-hmm. I guess being a good reader, you have to sound confident in it, but she sounds like she knows exactly mm-hmm. what she's talking she about. Really does. She and really I does. could not pick up something like that and just no. know it. And that's I've, crazy. I've gotten some tarot books and some tarot mm-hmm. cards. I haven't cracked them open yet. But actually, the ones that uh, Scotty Scott sent me, some cat tarot. Sorry. We pulled some out on. Some tarot cards at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he got me those. I was not knowledgeable of, of anything. <laughs> but I, I need to do some research. I think it would be fun to know, but also to get one. I wanted to talk about how terrible Victoria's Secret is and like the fact that 
it was a complete commercial for Victoria's Secret somehow. Right, and that she tried to make it sound like, well, they're a bit, you know, they're trying to get better and more inclusive and all of that. But the, but the whole documentary. Later, the the documentary, and then later, even later, they were negated that top, that fact because, the non-fact, because she said that some, like, Amazonian woman came in or whatever, some huge per- giant, I think she was what she said. And she's like, oh, we're not going to have anything for you here. It's like, well, that's not very mm-hmm. inclusive. I, I don't like Victoria's Secret. I I've either. never been able to wear their bras they're not supportive same they're not they're just for looks i think it's just and it's the experience of going there mm-hmm. but that's the other thing so lizzie is a certified bra sizer and they were wondering or surprised by the fact that someone was so insulted or, or hurt or mad that they gave them the wrong size it's like yeah because it's not they're they're not cheap right if someone told me to buy a bra and they're like this is your size and i got it and it didn't fit i'd be pissed I wouldn't say anything because I've just silently huff my way out of there, but I don't know the whole thing. I've gotten irritated at Victoria's Secret really? when, when they've sized me. <laughs> no, because they have tried to do. I commented on the Facebook that they've tried to do that sister size. That like, oh, if you think you're, mm-hmm, right. I've heard that. Too. Yeah, yes. if you think you're, you know, a thirty. 6C, then you could wear, or no, 34C, you could wear like a 32, a 36B and fit mm-hmm, in there. And right. it's like, but then my, their cups not fitting right. You're just yes. putting it in the, right. I don't know, somewhere else. And I've heard that too. <laughs> when I was doing, I got a bra from Third Love. And so they do that sort of like, well, you can either get this or that. And it's like, well, then what actually fucking mm-hmm. am I? But they never told me to go under the armpits. They did say above here, which I guess is the same thing. Yeah, usually though traditional i thought was underneath yeah and so i always did under and then you just add the inches and that's because so the band sizes are here different. yes so if you say this is your cage size is what they said but i thought this is your cage size right because that's where the actual under your breast is where the actual bra is going yeah, so that makes more sense i think it that is makes that more sense. i think I they like, don't do it that way anymore because they have to kind of fill you up if they're yeah. doing it that way and bras i think are like any other clothing for women it's like you could be a 36b yes, at victoria's secret but at nordstrom you're going to mm-hmm. be a 34D, right. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And there was like many years that I couldn't get a, get a bra anywhere. And it's just like, well, maybe Lane Bryant, I guess. But still, then you have, uh, yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. Way to go, guys. Bra shopping is <laughs> traumatic mm-hmm. for sure. It is. I stopped wearing bras like a few months before November. And then once I hurt my arm, I was like, well, I can't actually wear one because it just hurts. Today I'm wearing one because I'm like, I'm going to start wearing a bra again. Look but at this that. Is, <laughs> this is actually a Lane Bryant bra because it like does mm-hmm. support you better. But, well, look at that. <laughs> anyway, there's so many topics that are kind of intertwined. So I'm going to go back a little bit. We'll go back and forwards a little bit here because this is going to be a little zigzag. But was it Lizzie talking about shrooming? That she shrooms a lot or was it Robin? This is another I don't remember. case of not knowing who Correct. I'm hearing. So, Oh, because Robin is the one whose boyfriend's brother has the chocolate okay. company. Okay. So I think that was she Robin. was talking about shrooming and having chocolates. So a couple of weeks ago, I stayed the weekend at my boyfriend's house and his, his neighbor, I was hitting him up to see if he had any mushrooms <laughs> and he didn't say anything, but then we were just kind of like hanging out and he just came in to where we were hanging out handed me a bag that had a chocolate in it it was like a sealed like company whatever nothing that matters but and i was like okay so i was like i'm gonna and i had been drinking for a little while so i took half and my boyfriend took half and i was tripping balls where it was fun and enjoyable i can still control myself i did black out but that's probably from doing shots of tequila but 
which I don't do shots too. It's like a combination of like, no, you just no. But I just said yes, apparently. Of course. But I was in a garage just with my boyfriend and his na- and his neighbor. But I in I felt like I was in a crowd of people. Like I closed my eye. I couldn't even have my this eyes. This is why I can't do any of that. But this is the problem is the way that I usually do it is not like this. It's because I was drunk. I was like, oh, cool. I'll take half. I should have taken nibbles like I usually do and mm-hmm. just kind of like ease into it. My boyfriend didn't feel a thing. So it must have all floated to the bottom of the chocolate or the top or whatever it was. And I just took all of it, but I took it all at once. And then I just kept closing my eyes and I kept feeling like I was, there was like a big party and like people, like just felt like there was noise. And then all of a sudden I would snap into reality and I would look and it was like this quiet garage with two people. And I was just like, I need to fucking go away from this. This That sounds terrible. (laughs) It was kind of scary, but it still wasn't as terrible as the, the other bad trip that I had, but Anyway, in general, it's not like that. So I, I just need to be more mindful of that's the thing. You can't just like be willy nilly with doing drugs. And <laughs> PSA, <laughs> you should write for Dare. Don't be willy nilly with your drugs. Take it in nibbles, <laughs> like I do. Dare should change its whole strategy and yes. just realize people are going to do drugs. Yes, yes and harm reduction, little nibbles. It's like drink responsibly, drug responsibly, mm-hmm. and that was irresponsibly. I was in a safe environment. I was being taken care of. So if I needed something, I would have been taken care of. But just being weird, just closing my eyes and just feeling like, oh my God, I need to be, I had a full photo shoot with a fucking snake around my neck. What? <laughs> we are going to need to back to Megan's wedding because there was a snake there. Oh, that's right. Was it a real one? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that was like a stuffed Was animal. this a real one? Yes. Lisa. <laughs> We're going to need to see that photo shoot. (laughs) We need you to make better choices. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Because we love you. Thank you. Uh It was a pet snake. (laughs) Making excuses for bad behavior. That's what I do best. (laughs) Anyway, everybody should do shrooms at the group recording. It will be in a controlled environment, but also do it in nibbles and don't look in the mirror. That's all I have to oh, say. Nibbles. That's a Allison. It's nibbles mushroom ghee. <laughs> okay. Oh, did, have, did either yeah. of you watch, um, have you watched Love, the series that mm-hmm. Mike Mitchell, do you I remember? I really watched it not that long ago. Okay. So Mike Mitchell that previously mentioned from Doughboys, he's on that. So his character, Randy is um they all do shrooms together and then randy do you remember that he has he needs to like go he sees a coyote and then that he starts following the coyote so then he's out on the street on shrooms and then he jumps through he why does he go in that person's house i can't remember he jumps through a window into a house Mm -hmm. oh i think the 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 coyote must have ended up near that house so he jumps into someone's house on shrooms and then they all get in there with him trying to get him out and of course he's enormous so they can't and they're all you know littler people yeah and they yeah anyway that that would make me would be me yes like you will be fine because i think you will take it like i normally would do is just like in a little bit just to see Mm -hmm. how it is and just it was just a, a dumb it was a bad mistake on my part a bad choice not great. Oh my god! You should have asked more questions first. Yeah, that's the part. Is that I was at the point of not asking questions. If there's shots involved, I'm already making a bad decision. This is what I counsel my patients about. So when I talk to your teenagers mm-hmm. by themselves, mm-hmm. 
and they say they drink. So I don't, um, you're supposed to, you know, ask, it's basically you ask about, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and then give some like counseling because, you know, kids are not going to, they'll tell stuff, us stuff all the time mm-hmm. that they won't tell their parents. Really? It's, there are some kids that lie and that you find out they're lying, you know, because a pregnancy test is positive or a drug test is positive or something like that. But for the most part, kids are really honest. And then it's better if your, your child is having a conversation with some kind of responsible adult. So, but basically, you know, it's not helpful if I just go in there and say like, don't drink, you're not 21. That's illegal. Um, then I do say like, so think, you know, for college kids, mostly like, if you're going to drink, think about it ahead of time. Say, I'm going to have two drinks because we've all had that experience where you have two drinks and then yeah. another one sounds like a good idea and another yeah. one. So just like think about it ahead of time. So I would suggest that for you, Lisa. I think that's very smart. I will be the child that you come in and have a conversation with. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I I felt like I was being – this party got thrown on onto me out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, we're going to a kid's party. So I'm going to bring my Michelob Ultra. That's like me trying to be like safe and sane. Oh, they had a full bar there. Wow. And then, you know, oh, well, I should eat. So I had some tacos and then I had a couple of beers. But then I start making friends with people and they're like, let's go have shots. And it's like, well, I don't want to be disrespectful. There was no much. That was no thought. At that point, I was like, yes, but I don't do shots. And the last time I did a shot was on my birthday. And I did bad things that day. (laughs) That turned out to be okay. They were in the fine, end, but, but they could have ended up badly. Yes. So it was like one of those like, just don't do shots. That's I, I'm not a shot person, and I don't like tequila. Tequila is bad for me. So like two of those things should have just been like, in general, when someone's like, "Do you want a shot?" I'll just be like, "Oh no, I'm good. I'll just I'll, I'll sip it or something." But no, I had back to back shots, and then somebody hands me a chocolate mushroom, and I'm like, "Okay," because my guard was down, and my thinking process was just like. All systems go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not thinking, but also because I felt safe in my environment, but still, I need to be more thoughtful, mindful of all of it. I'll go into it with a better idea. I should just wear a shirt that says, no, do not feed me shots. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think for myself. Do not feed me shots. <laughs> Please call before and give, put our numbers on there. Yes. There's like a, a, a line. Two-factor authentication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Multiple people need to be called before you give me anything. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to backtrack a little bit about jobs. So they were talking about Lizzie's first job. And she had a lot of first jobs. And I feel like I'm sure we've all had first jobs that are like weird, bad, good, what have you. Do you have anything that is of note that is fun, exciting? I was a dog groomer for a hot second. What else? I pretty much did everything. Mm -hmm. Every job that came about, I was like, okay. My favorite job was working at a bridal shop. Mm. I did that through college. Because they didn't have bridezillas back then, right? Is that like a new It was creation? the beginning of it. Mm. Um, we definitely saw them. They just didn't have a name yet. Oh, okay. um, but I worked there all through college and then got my wedding dress discounted because I was still friends with the owner. So oh, I nice. got it at wholesale price. Nice. Mm-hmm. Angela, d- dirty jobs? <laughs> I did a lot of babysitting and then my mm. first job was at a like a burger stand. And I was would make the shakes, mm-hmm. like the shakes and get the fries and stuff like that. My first job was at a burger place, too. I worked at Knollwoods. It was one of my first jobs. Um. I worked at my mom's office answering phones, like an HR company. And then I worked there and babysitting, always mm-hmm. babysitting. Yeah. And then just random stuff. Dog grooming. What else? Literally everything. 
That didn't last very long, though, because I'm allergic to everything. Well, I was, but who knows? But anyway, so one of her first jobs was being a Finger Hut catalog telemarketer. Allison is not familiar with Finger Hut. Are you guys? No. No, I definitely, I know for sure I've seen. That was like one of the many catalogs that I'm sure my grandma got. It always had like all of the random gifts. I don't even know what to relate it to. Would it be like Spencer's or Sky Mall maybe? But it had everything. It had like from quilts to like cookware. So like there's one that comes around like Vermont something. It's, mm, that one actually is better. Mm. Only because I've ordered from it. (laughs) (laughs) This would be like. A catalog that a grandma would really Yeah, it's for sure grandma. So my friend Jen, uh, East Coast Jen, and I, we used to... I don't think we ever ordered from it, but we definitely... We used to get catalogs. We'd try and send catalogs to each other. And I don't know why, maybe Finger Banging Hut. I don't know why that became like a funny for Mm -hmm. us, but we would send each other like embarrassing mail all of the time. And then we would also sign up for catalogs under assumed names and Fingerhut catalog was the main one. So I don't know how much she's going to say right now, but she did call, she did call in. Okay. So uh, this just in, BFF, BFF hotline call. But of course, I think she sent in like five recordings. So bear with. This is Mr. <laughs> oh my God. Hello. This is Mr. Bill McCrevis with Fingerhut. <laughs> <laughs> you might have figured that out by now. Anyways, I was just... Oh my gosh, let me get myself together. I was just popping in to say hi and also share my honest just disbelief that Allison does not know what Finger Hut is and never received a catalog. Um, somewhere out there is a Mr. Phil McCravis who is absolutely flabbergasted that Allison has never heard of Finger Hut. Um, Phil regularly received the catalog <laughs> and um, <laughs> was actually extended credit by Finger Hut. He could have purchased, wow. I believe, up to $700 worth of merchandise. <laughs> I just got, there's a credit card right here. For uh, monthly payments of I don't know how much, but um, that credit was never used as to not commit any felonies. But yeah, um, so pop it in just to talk about old Finger Hut. Oh. It's East Coast Jen again, a.k.a. Phil McCrev. I just <laughs> wanted to follow up on my last call, um, as I always do. I think I might have said the word regularly weird, but I'm not sure. But It sounded weird, but there's nothing I can do about it at that point. So just to follow up to the Finger Hut call that I do know how to say the word regularly. Wait, did I just say that? <laughs> well, as these things always end up going sideways, I should just hang the fuck up now. Okay, have a good day, buddy. Okay, okay. Just one final phone call here. Um, Not so M&M regularly. Oh, there, I'm sure I, I saw it. this. Everyone knows sure. I can say 100%. it. Lots of bad. Okay, mm-hmm. fill my premise out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the shoes. Okay, so oh, now, though, sorry. okay. This is going to be my last follow-up on these Fingerhead messages. After leaving the last follow-up, which was the follow-up to my follow-up, that at the end, if that 
was taken out of context, it might sound like I'm asking someone to fill my crevice out. <laughs> fill my crevice is out. So I was just wanting everyone to know that I was saying as we'll fill the crevice. Fuck my life. Why do I even call in? Why do I do this? Have a great day, everyone. Speaking of shrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is all sober, I'm sure. You know what? I'm just going to own up to it. Everyone heard it anyways. Mills the crevice, my new AKA. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, my God. Jen, I'm so glad I went into that fresh. So I asked, she, I told her about the finger hut topic and that Allison hadn't. And I'm like, feel free to send in an, an, an audio message regarding film and crevice and finger hut. So she starts sending them. I'm like, which ones should I? Which one should I use? She, she said, Oh, all of them. All of them. And she's like, Let me do one more follow. And then it was like another. <laughs> and I'm like, You're spinning out of control, like Alice when she's had her teeth called cream. Because <laughs> this is a tailspin of Phil McCrevis and regular and Bill McCrevis or what have you. So during these calls, Dr. Angela brought up this catalog that exists still. That was an old. Okay. Yeah, I was showing her pictures that had like the M and M phones. There still is a website, okay. but yeah, now when you go to the website, it's mostly about it's a bank credit account that you can shop oh. through too. Like they have the shopping, all of the items, but it's like mostly how to apply for credit. I was very Finger surprised. Betty is their oh. credit card. I can't believe it's someone's last name. I never, I never ever would have thought that either. Is that true though? Oh, we can look up. There's yeah, a Wiki- there's up. a Wikipedia a page about Finger Hut. We'll get to. So it's You're designed right. to help people who are starting out or starting over with their credit. MLM. Yeah, that doesn't or sound like the old school. Now? But shady if they're just like, we'll help you. Yeah, well, you've got bad credit. Let's terrible. make it worse. We we got you. But who's rolling in and and puts the entire dinner on their Finger Hut card? Like, I got it, guys, and flips that onto the table embarrassing <laughs> was that old one diners club or whatever yes. <laughs> with what's his bald face <laughs> whoever that bald the one bald actor that i can think of that i can't think of so i see we're all on empty i know we're closing in here do would you like to open another bottle yeah i know that was a dumb question yeah yep it was founded by william fingerhut and his what brother manny name, but i guess he so here's the thing if you have an unfortunate name like Fingerhut. Don't name your entire business after it. Think of something better. Fingerhut sounds terrible, and I don't know why. Do better, Mister Fingerhut. Do better, Fingerhut. That is the. What is the origin of that last name? Because it's not like a profession. No. What was the profession of fingerhutting? Mm. <laughs> the company. I wonder if know. that's not really the company anymore. That it was part of a bankruptcy in 2020, but that doesn't mean it's gone. But yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't elaborate on this whole credit card situation. Oh, All right, over. Yeah, oh, sorry, I overfilled your cup. Your cup runner splashed a little over. bit. Oh, I made you splash. Okay, so now we're, we open a <laughs> bottle of strawberry and r- raspberry secco from Trader Joe's. They must sell this other places. It doesn't say Trader Joe's brand on it, mm-hmm. but I've never seen it anywhere. No, I bet it is an like exclusive contract. Maybe plus or something like that. But yeah. Ooh, that's good. I was worried about strawberry being too sweet, but the raspberry kind of dumbs it down. <laughs> For lack of a better, but yeah. Tarts um, it up. If your last name is Fingerhut, the thing is, is apparently his business did very well for a long time under this name of Fingerhut. Fingerhut. It's gross. I think I already named an episode. It just makes me think of Sunglass Hut. True. Which also I always spell as a weird name. So the combination, I don't want 
fingers in my name. Do you think anything. he pronounced it differently? Like it's finger, hoot. Yes. With an extra like that's the that's the original pronunciation. Right. Or maybe there's a and lot of just like Americanized it. That's true. Oh, you say finger hut? Are <laughs> oh, you from America? Idiot. You dum dum. <laughs> maybe the G is silent. Finger hoot. <laughs> Could be Dutch. I don't know. You sound like Golden Girls. You sound like Rose. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm gonna need to know the the etymology and the origin of Finger Hut. Sorry, the Finger Hut. Finger Oh, I yeah. The, this is too much. A last name? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, it's just not good. So they also, also not good. They talked about canned and tinned fish, which, by the way, I not only crave cottage cheese a lot, but I crave tuna a lot. Maybe I'm lacking in protein, but I'm lacking in a lot of things. But that is such an unappealing term of any kind of food. Mm-hmm. Call it tinned or canned and fish. It's just, eh. Right. But this is also some knowledge that Allison put out there that sounded like it was legitimate but it's not so she said that she said there's no wait she said the can and t- that there's a difference between canned and tin fish and that one's like more like gourmet or something it's not british people call it tinned and we call it oh tinned. is that That's what it. it is but they are there are some that are in that little tin that you roll up true so i don't know if that would still be called canned or tin because sometimes those can be in like, like the sardine has like a, a key that are more yeah, that's the that's a tin to me. They said that's what I would think too, mm-hmm. but also maybe it's because British people are eating it. <laughs> Just kidding. They also said there might be some more extravagant ingredients in can, but I think not extravagant. No, that's not the word. Anyway, they basically said it's just based on location. Yeah, and I think there probably there aren't any fancy canned meats. I don't think or no. fish, but I think the <laughs> no. tin no ones are probably what you're found meats. in a boutique. Is it okay that I don't know the difference between anchovies and, and sardines? sardines? I do, only because I, I know that... I mean, anchovies, you're not eating it out of a can on... I guess you could, but you can put it on like a cracker or something. Mm-hmm. And anchovies would be in Caesar salad or right. pizza. Right, I make a Caesar salad with anchovies. And pizza is anchovies also. Yeah. Okay. Sardines, actually, here's the difference, because anchovies are like kind of hairy, right? They're more like... Hairy I knew exactly maybe. what she was talking about and, when she yes, said hairy. And sardines are just literally whole fish that you eat that looks like little bait fish that mm-hmm. you uh, eat the whole thing. I guess you eat the whole anchovy too, right? Yeah. But this looks like a little silvery. Like they very look very different. Mm. I remember my grandpa, which is like such a grandpa thing to like open the tin mm-hmm, of sardines and put it on a saltine yes. cracker. And I remember thinking, this is really good and gross at the same mm-hmm. time. It's like a weird way to eat fish. Right. And then she had to bring up the veg all. <gasps> like she'd never mentioned it before. Right. Yeah. We all know. Oh, we know. And she's like, I've got a new audience to talk to about my <laughs> veg all. And I like how at first she called it turtle food. And it's like, hold up. Right. They Let's were backtrack. definitely confused about yeah. that. One of them didn't understand what she was all, saying. No, it was just canned veggies that you thought would be good for your diet mm-hmm. that people also feed to their animals probably. But like that's sure. very specific. Yeah. And I just feel like too, the needing to have an excuse for buying baby food which i that i don't and i i mean i can get this because my friend and i used to eat baby food in high school me too and people did give us looks because we weren't 38 we were right 15 in the checkout line buying like all the dessert baby foods yep my friend and i did the exact same thing where we bought that and connected to allison the 
Vienna sausages. So we've mm-hmm. got Vienna sausages and baby food. My and like, kids love those. We did like a dip thing with it. But yeah, we got looks, but I want to be like, this is for my friend's kid. Right. Why don't you just say it's for my kid? You don't have to say anything. Right. Nobody and cares that's where this came up too. That would be only like, if you were buying something at Trader Joe's. You would need a cover story. But that like, is true. Like the orange slices, like she had to excuse well, yeah. that she was buying them for her dad. Because like, she made... Because she, it was a larger purchase, was it? Because there were six of them. It's oh. a tiny, oh, and tiny said, package. Oh, you must yeah. really like these. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I, of course, the woman today was like, oh, these are so good because they have to say something. Yeah. And I had one item. And I said, yeah, I was thinking of grabbing two. And she's like, oh, well, you should have. You know, it's not like she was judging me for Right. But they them. are forced to talk yes. to you. So there are she's like, yeah, I've got one item. I've got to say I'm something. I'm torn on this whole talking to I know. you thing. Because sometimes I'm like... I know you don't really want to know this answer, I just, I just want but to then you know story. what I do? I answer more and I tell more information and they've already checked out. They're already like not thinking about like any answers that I'm saying anymore. And I'm just like talking. I'm like, talk, 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 talk. Going to make you regret your choice mm-hmm. of yep. asking me this question. Yep. Who's hungry? Was that me? Yep. It was. That was totally you. Came from <laughs> over there. We're over here. It sounded like it was over there. <laughs> Throwing my uh, hunger pangs. <laughs> pangs. Okay, now we're going to backtrack again, but we're moving forward to tarot card reading. So, Lizzie did Allison's tarot card reading, and I feel like it was so fucking insightful. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder what you guys think each thing means, or if you, I mean, I can go through the, some of the things that she said. Uh, she said that she's holding on to too much, and she, there might be a parting of ways. So, mm. I feel like. That screams like, get rid of Todd or get rid of whatever his fucking face is. Oh. Fitzsimmons. Mm-hmm. Greg. Or like, what do you think that means? Oh, I see. I was thinking about stuff with her family. Not that she would get rid of them, but there's like all this, so much of her stuff is like, True. That's I even think too. the way she handles her child coming into her bed multiple times mm-hmm. a night is mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. what she didn't get as mm-hmm. a kid. That's a but I don't point. think she acknowledges that i think she was making it all be career-wise professional because that was safer that's true it is funny how she went in asking a question about owen's sleeping Mm -hmm. which like you're gonna get answers from a tarot card reading about his sleeping give him some melatonin i don't know he's a kid Mm -hmm. at some point they'll sleep Mm -hmm. and they go through phases of having issues with sleeping their whole lives and i think she's okay with him coming into their bed but just that like from the family the the culture and the thoughts of you're doing something wrong i think she right. needed validation that it was okay oh so she's seeking validation and said she got a whole bunch more truth mm-hmm. <laughs> that had nothing to do with him but maybe it kind of did actually well and that's connecting what, it to family i feel like tarot when i was hearing this and like you were saying how she was very good at like talking through it it's yeah. almost like therapy true, to where it's like true. you're picking up on these things from the cards but yeah. also she knows stuff about allison mm-hmm. true very true um, she said that there's creative opportunity and moving forward and to, that she might lose hope in some of these things. And I thought, okay, it just is interesting that she's kind of in a transitional phase with the Upworthy show. What I didn't understand is that Upworthy's done, but then she changed it to Patreon only pay show. But now it's not going to be Upworthy. It's going to be something else. And they're going to come up with a new name. But then why even put it under Patreon? Why not just say, you know, pardon our dust while we construct a whole new podcast and then we'll be back with a podcast that's not upworthy. Is she that connected to Todd that she needs to have this? I don't know. I'm just very confused by that. That whole move is very strange to me. 
I don't, yeah, I don't understand it, but I do think I was thinking professionally it was all connected to that. But then she was talking about there's a strain in a relationship and that she should maybe she might want to feel like walking away. All right, cat wants to go out. Mm-hmm. Intermission. Mm-hmm. I found uh, finger hut information. Oh, okay. It is like some kind of profession. Wait. <laughs> this is why you're not supposed to Google stuff, Darren. That's why a lot of podcasters don't like look up stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Finger Hut. We're, I was looking up Finger Hut. Oh, good. Now that you're having to. The surname of Finger Hut. Yes. It's German and Jewish. Oh. Meta, oh. Metonymic. I don't know what that means. Occupation name for a tailor for Middle High German Wingerhut. See? <laughs> Yiddish, uh-huh. which is, so Yiddish finger hut is thimble, literally finger hat. <gasps> oh, oh my God. So much sense. <laughs> um, okay. And then the word also means foxglove, but this is, this sense is unlikely to be relevant to the surname. Oh. So it's a tailor, which makes it tie in much better with what they sold. Oh, mm-hmm. A finger hut. Oh. That's, that is from Ancestry.com. Um, okay, so that really... Well, I'm glad we could put that baby in bed because mm-hmm. it, it, that was very confusing. So a tailor. Huh. Interesting. So what do you think about Allison and Daniel's relationship at this point? Like, she seemed to be very open about sharing things, which seemed... But open but defensive. Open, defensive, closed off, and yet open, but also... Yeah. I mean, that's Allison's... Well, I think trademark. because she, there are like people, you know, like Allison people that will worry that if she discusses any kind of conflict that we'll all think immediately she's getting divorced, which we, yeah. you know. She did have to keep saying that disclaimer. But I feel too. like yeah. the arguing that they do on the show is worse than any, anything that she was saying. True. Like it wasn't like a shock. Monday's like, episode, what, you guys disagree on things? So you didn't listen to Monday? No. Dr. Angela? Yes. Thoughts on Monday real quick? Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was just painful because it was just kind of chaotic. And then I can't even remember what all they were talking they about. But were, It just seemed kind of not even just like the Bickersons, but it just felt very like we're going to work all, all of our issues. And I'm like, are we even going to get to calls? It was just very awkward. I wish they would do date night. They have, cha- yeah. they do have like evening, they can well, have they evening childcare. The and then when the, and then make it important. You make yes. It important for your show. It's not important, it important to her. And then it's when, him, but not her. yeah, and then when, um, when Daniel's mom is in town, a hundred percent go out at yes. least twice. She stays for yes. more than a week. So go out each of the weekends. Yeah. You for sure should go out Absolutely. and have dinner together yes. and talk as humans yes. across yes. the table from each other. And I have so many friends that are that way too, of like when I was married and we would go out a couple times a month, we would get a babysitter yeah. or my mom would be in town or whatever. And how do you do that so often? You just do. You just do Make it. it a priority. Especially and we did it since they were offers, young. It's like you just do it. Mm-hmm. And then, because you do have to still nurture that relationship, even if it ends, at least you tried. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that was, I felt like that was very good for my relationship. And probably what helped you last as long as you did. For sure. Because it's like, okay, let's connect on the level that we did before. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like go back to being how you were before you had kids. And it's like, we're not going to sit and talk about the kids. We're not going to sit and talk about the stresses and the stuff. And it's like, let's just sit and enjoy each other and get to know each and other. And she even said something about 
the tink you get like the tingles back well, something recently she was talking about how oh then you remember like how it was in the beginning and it's like yeah, yeah. you need to go on dates all the time because yes. that's what makes you want to have sex with that person True. again and it doesn't just become a chore or just to like get off i guess yeah <laughs> but yeah it's just to remember why you were together and because the kids will eventually grow up and then what are you going to be left with if you don't nurture that relationship? Exactly. And what do they see as a that example too. of a relationship and Because too. then it becomes a job and it just becomes, you're just seeing everybody go through the motions where instead of, you know, connecting. Part of the tarot reading was seeing travel in uh, the Allison. She sees that Allison feels she really wants to travel. And I'm wondering where you guys think she really is dreaming of traveling. I was just thinking Hawaii because that's the only mm. thing they've done. And I feel like she's such a creature, a creature. of habit yeah. that yeah. she yes. wouldn't think of going to a new place. True. That's what's so interesting. and comfortable for yeah, her. that is true. Why don't they go other places? Yeah. Especially with all of her talk of New York or I know some people in the dream team were talking about, you know, reliving the, didn't she have like a Paris trip that was not mm. good or something? Just going to New York with just Daniel might be really a special romantic trip to go on Mm -hmm. and recapture those things that she feels like she's always connected to that. And maybe I really think it's just because it's time and place and where you're at in your life, but maybe they can create a new, this is our new place where Mm -hmm. it's just us. We go here and they just need to really focus on their relationship. Okay. So now I have an idea. Yeah. She could, during the summer, because it's hard when the kids are in school to leave because then, like, that would be hard for, like, a grandma to pick up what the True. routine is and everything. But in the summer, go have Daniel's mom come out and watch the kids with the nanny for a week and go somewhere mm-hmm. together without yeah. the You know kids. what I suggested to her? Because it's not Hawaii, of course, but Catalina. Mm-hmm. So because cute. it's a day trip. Sorry, it's a quick trip. But you can spend the weekend there or a week there and just be, you feel like you're a million miles away and it's an easy trip to do that's not a fucking hassle of going to the airport and all the stress of that. Because she doesn't like the sun or the outdoors. So Hawaii seems silly to me. That does. It always surprises me that she gets so excited about it. Same. It's very counterintuitive to anything Allison is about. Maybe she needs to go some, like right now, like you said, it's hard to get away, but maybe spring break or something, going to the mountains or going somewhere where it's just kind of. Where they just sit in a cabin and just mm-hmm. get to know each other and find like Big Bear um, Resort or whatever it's called. They have like a really good restaurant there, a great bar. They have a great lobby, like a spa fight. probably. They have everything. You don't even have to leave. You can just be just in the mountains and just be in tune to each other a little bit more. So I do think that we need to have a tarot card reading, maybe at the group recording. Sorry, this is my idea. <laughs> but <laughs> this just in, we have another BFF hotline call. Mm-hmm. This is a, an exclusive, actually, because. No. Hey guys, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Grand Prix Rafi here, just calling in to talk about tarot readings. Megan gifted me a tarot reading with Lizzie Cooperman, I believe, because I just happened to mention to Megan that it was our friend anniversary, which is not a real thing, but she felt the need to one-up me and actually give me a gift. Um, it was a lot of fun, I guess. It was very similar to Allison's actually like it if you just change the details to you know my stuff it basically you heard it um I don't remember specifically what we talked about um but she mentioned a motorcycle and then I told her oh I was just working on a motorcycle and like little silly coincidences uh kept coming up and that made me think that maybe like people say about horoscopes 
you can kind of steer it like kind of think of it like oh my god they they really do get me like this this is real because it kind of it's kind of stuff that applies to everyone but um but there were little coincidences that kind of push it more towards like wow this is about me um and uh if you want to know how much it cost i don't know like i said it was a gift uh what else did lisa say oh and uh feel free to update on go-kart race um i did a go-kart race on very short notice i decided to sign up i haven't been in a cart in four and a half years and there was a lot of children here with full-on race suits and seats and shoes and helmets and everything and i knew i would be slow they divided it into three groups i was obviously in the slow group and in the final race the one that matters i was fifth out of seven not last but uh, a good time anyway enough about me uh have fun and uh hi everyone goodbye so that was quite an exclusive so he had a tarot card reading from lizzie cooperman and one thing i asked was how much it cost but okay how much does it cost dr angela a 15 minute reading is 30 dollars okay and then a 30 minute reading is 50 dollars not bad that's not bad at all i wonder so hmm i really thought i thought about this I know, Joanna, it was your idea, but I did think about this previously for the group recording because I thought, I wonder how much she would charge to just come out here if she was doing enough of us. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a big group, would she drive out here? Although, doing it over Zoom would be awesome, too. That could be just an event that we do, but maybe I'll look into it. So, one thing he said, and a lot of times, like with horoscopes and even like what you said, Joanna, with therapy, where you can just kind of steer someone into a certain direction if you know some things or... If you see someone's receiving something or receptive to it, they're like, oh, I'm going to lead towards this. But if she mentioned motorcycles to me, I'd be like, who are you talking right. about? So the fact that she mentioned something that, that specific so with him specific. is mm-hmm. kind of like interesting. Because that's a small minority of people mm-hmm. that have yes. a motorcycle. Yeah, I wouldn't have anything. You're a small minority, a little <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not in this town. That's a, that's a double entendre. It really is. See, I can accidentally... See, how this is how it happens. Dr. Angela was just accidentally... And now I was. I mean, now I... I always am. Anyway, that's how it happens. But I thought that was cool that he had actually had a tarot reading from her. So um, I, would, I would like to look into it anyway. That's a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Maybe she can give me the I wrong could still size zoom too. in if she was here. Oh, now you want to. So what I should do is make you the shitty trifle and send it to you somewhere wherever my you're mom's going house. yeah mm-hmm. okay so that's up north so you can just like drive by on your way up mm-hmm. and i'll give you like a personal sized crappy drive okay i'll just <laughs> i'll just be virtually attending virtually the attending recording. okay well that was awesome thanks thanks rafi for uh chiming in all right i do you guys have anything else from thursday oh wait yeah. i have to see okay so this is completely off topic but yeah, that's how we roll how so have you noticed, so I love, I actually, because of that teasing thing that I like, as long as it's not directed to me, mm. I like when Tony teases Allison. Yeah, I love it too. And I feel like because they didn't have that connection at first, it didn't happen. But mm-hmm. the fact that they do shows mm-hmm. how close that they've become. And it is very endearing. It's yeah. Very and brotherly, sisterly. Very and that's even like with Jeff's when Jeff would do the drops mm-hmm. in the beginning with Allison, yeah. it, that was, they were making fun, like in a yeah. way to like make fun of her. Yeah. So I love that he's doing that now. So at the, I think it was, was, and now I can't even remember what story, but it was something 
Allison said a long story that's not going to be worth it. And then Tony mm-hmm. said an Allison special. <laughs> I think I might have written that in my notes originally. Because I think I just wrote special next to the thing thinking, I'm going to remember that. Of course. Thank you for bringing it up because I did not remember that. That cracked mm-hmm. me up. Yeah. I like that he feels comfortable enough, first of all, to do that. But they have that kind of camaraderie that is very, yeah. For me, I I do show my love in that way to pick on. Like we, the kids and I, we pick on each other. But there's no like mean or Mm -hmm. nastiness about it. It's just very like, it's accepting. And there's something about it because you're so close that you can make fun of these little things. And we all are have thick skin enough to be like, we know they're not being really right. mean. There's like that kind of relationship. where you And it's not like that. something that you know that they know that you're super sensitive about or right. something like yeah. that. I know. I think that's how Rafi and my relationship was very much brother sisterly where we could just like pick on each other back and forth and call each other up, but also just be like, that's how it felt. And so to find, hear that with them, it's just, it's, it is nice. I like, yeah. I like to hear when he, I hear you hear him do a little chuckle. Like yes, there was yes, a couple episodes yes. times during I this do episode. I forget that he's there sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when she's really on with people. He doesn't always, I don't think he, he just want, doesn't want to just force himself in there. So you do hear the chuckle and it's like, he's listening. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Not too cute though. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> just going with the flow. Are we done here? All right. If you would like to join us on this show, Email me, I guess. I don't know. I didn't get email. Emails. <laughs> I email myself. Email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show, I guess. I don't know. Everybody knows where. There's not any new listeners. Not If any you're new... secretly listening. Ooh. Because yes. since I'm newer to joining this group, if That's you're secretly true. listening, oh, yes. just creeping around out there, uh-huh. and you're in the Southern California area, yeah. I just came on out to the group record. I don't know these people. That is very true. They're and all... The, and look at us now. Nobody's it's, killed anybody yet. It's completely safe. No it's yet. just... These are just normal people. Thank you for the endorsement. We need that endorsement. So come on out once a month. We're going to be doing this Mm -hmm. in my house, but at the end of the month, a big group recording, we usually not going to be that fun. Oh, (laughs) there will be a huge hole. Giant hole. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Sorry. Well, there. The, what if the, not? We didn't say the absence of a giant hole. There will be a, a huge hole in the group. Because, <laughs> well, <laughs> with that, and with that, where would you like to be found? <laughs> Nowhere. No. Okay. After that, uh, Doctor Angela, would you like to be found? You could follow me on Twitter at PodFanAnge. Perfect. And listen to the Doughboys. It's a recommendation by Doctor Ange and Little Ruffy and. I forgot who else. Megan. I'm sure Lauren. Megan listens I think it was, to I don't find is her. Is that listening. not right? That Megan, let me know if I'm wrong. I feel like I know Lauren probably listens. I don't know. Anyway. It's We're going to get it's this all cleared yeah, up at the group record. I give you four forks on that one for sure. All times. And there's a fork right behind mm-hmm. Lisa <gasps> on the wall. With four times. True. Oh, see. And a spoon for the spoon man. I'm on brand. And the spoon man right next to <laughs> Okay. Be a best, truly, have the fucking best. Thank you, man. Good night.